Isn't it about time for somebody's favorite radio program? Yes, yes, yes. I got a little change in my pocket going jingle Hang on to call you on the telephone, baby. I give you a ring, but each time we talk, I get the same old thing. Always no hooky, no busy, until I get a wedding ring. My honey, my baby, don't put my love upon no shelf. She said, don't hear me no lines and keep your hands to yourself. You're listening to Tony Bruno, unfiltered, uncensored. Unintelligible. <laughs> I know him. I know him. Here is Tony Bruno. Uh... Hello there, kids. It is New Year's Eve Eve. As we wind down not only the year 2019, but the decade, the 2010s. By the way, do you have a couple 10s? I only have a couple 20s, Robin. Damn, I I think uh, my kids just left, so I think they took them all. Damn right they do. Tony Bruno, Miss Robin Luigi, I guess, is going to show up here. At some point. Because the front door is locked, and now we're going to have to go open the front door. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, people are responding. And we have something going on in this city, not just that the Eagles, if you don't care about sports and don't know that the Eagles won the NFC East, a division that nobody wanted, a division that, by the way, at this hour, Robin, 1 o'clock on a Monday afternoon, has only one coach employed. And that, of course, is Doug Peterson, the head coach of the Philadelphia Eagles at this hour, subject to change, is the only coach who has a job in the NFC East. The New York Giants fired Pat Shermer. And, of course, the Giants lost to the Eagles yesterday in a wild game where it was toe-to-toe, and the Giants were getting completely dominated statistically, but the Eagles weren't able to score a lot of points, and it was 17-17 and scary for a lot of fans, which is a lot lot of people expected going into that game. But then Carson Wentz, the much-maligned guy who can't stay healthy, has not been able to play a full season. Has never taken a playoff snap. You know, he's not good. He's not accurate. He's no Dak Prescott. He's no this guy. He's no that guy. Basically, and oh, by the way, the other excuse, even Rex Ryan. What's the matter? Even Rex Ryan, who somehow grew up around football and is employed by ESPN and seems to have zero clue about how football works. Kind of embarrassing that Rex Ryan on ESPN is that clueless. Does he watch football? I know he coached. His dad was Buddy Ryan. I remember when Rex Ryan was a kid, when Buddy Ryan was coaching here. And again, it's not a difference of opinion I'm talking about. It's not using any facts. you got to get some facts and then come back and see me on this show. And I'm not standing and jumping around. I didn't go crazy when the Eagles won the game and clinched the NFC East. I've been saying it all along. I had the Eagles done. I have people sending me a tweet that I posted when they lost to the Miami Dolphins, and I said, absolute rock bottom has been achieved. That was the rock bottom game. Not rock bottom brewery, of course. But the rock bottom was achieved when the Eagles lost to the Miami Dolphins to make them 5-7. and Everybody wrote them off. I did, too, because the, the inconsistency of the season. And remember, 
Waco, you go back, the Eagles still had some of their actual star players playing on offense at that point. Luigi's here now, cashing in on his Eagles victory yesterday. What it do, baby. What it do is right. But I tried to tell you that all these other teams, that's why you don't look at FanDuel and all these spots to figure out who's going to play. I told you yesterday, by the way, getting off topic for a second, that the Baltimore Ravens were not going to start any of their top players. Yeah, no reason I to. told you that the Houston Texans, Texans weren't going to start. Uh, but, you, but you told me that, oh, FanDuel's saying that they're going to start uh, at, at, Deshaun Watson. and uh, As of 12 p.m. yesterday. They were wrong. They had it out there that they said that they would play, play very limited okay. slap. <laughs> I love the walk-up sounds, by <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you want to play rough? I love that. That one is... Here's the moral to the story. Just as I was yeah. ripping... I was ripping Rex Ryan. Don't use fantasy sites or sites that really don't know the latest. Rely on information from real people like Adam Schefter. That's where I, I go to legitimate sources of legitimate information. And as good as these FanDuel and the, the DraftKings and all these fantasy sites are, they're not up to the minute on, on player. The fact is that we all knew that in a lot of these games, especially the Ravens, and especially with the Houston Texans, who had nothing really to play for, they didn't put their starters out there. Again, it's not a big deal. It's just FanDuel, shame on you, FanDuel, for misguiding the dopes who follow your fantasy crap. Why you got to come at my neck? Because I was trying to tell you yesterday, look for legitimate factual sources oh, I, I, first. I, I know That's that, all I'm there saying. There was nobody in their right mind was going to bet any money on the Houston Texans <laughs> last night, no matter what. I mean, the Tennessee Titans, to me, were the lock of the day I'll yesterday. tell you what, man. I, I said this a couple weeks ago. Nobody wants to see Tennessee in the playoffs. And you know who and else nobody wants to see? Who? The Philadelphia the Eagles. Eagles. <laughs> That's right, Tony. Bust up the Eagles. Bust them up. I'm Carson Wentz shirt. Now, again. Are you ready for war? Because you got the camo jersey on. I got on. the camo right. jersey. Listen. There's one thing that I will take credit for. I have nothing to do with guys dropping balls. I have (laughs) nothing to do with guys not making tackles. I have nothing to do with point spreads, who wins the game, who plays the game, who's hurt, who's not hurt. You know, I wasn't one of the guys last week sucking uh, Dak Prescott dry because, oh, poor Dak Prescott, he was hurt. That's why he couldn't come into Philadelphia and beat the Eagles. And all of a sudden, he had a miraculous recovery and dropped 48 Mm -hmm. on the Washington Redskins yesterday. Again, I don't hate Dak Prescott. I don't really hate the Cowboys. They're just a team that America feels better when the Cowboys lose, except for Cowboy fans. Right. Did you see the tweet I put out there? Which one? The one with uh, the Forrest Gump, Lieutenant Dan, at New Year's Eve. I said, I said all the Cowboys fans celebrating a win over the Redskins, and the confetti's falling down. Just they're all pissed off. Oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. And there's a lot of, you know, there's the uh, off-ramp. Some people are putting memes out there. There's one with all the gods, the hexagon. Yes. Did you see that one? And then it says the Dallas God at the bottom, which is the cow. Listen, people are going to make fun of the Cowboys. Of course. Because let's be honest, they've been called America's team. And they, they have now gone 25 years without even tasting or smelling a Super Bowl. And so when you want to be the best, you've got you've to at least win some playoff games. I get you win divisions, and they've had good. And they have an, actually a better record than the Eagles over the last few years. Mm-hmm. The point of the matter is the Eagles are in the playoffs for their third consecutive year. Did they win a crappy division? Yes. Somebody had to win the division. And now the people saying, well, the last four games were against really shitty teams. They played a shitty team in Miami and lost to them to drop the five and seven, right? Oh, by the way, that same shitty team that I thought was going to knock the Eagles out of the playoffs just knocked the stinking New England Patriots out of the first seed, out of a seed, out of a uh, two seed. 
they, they knocked their asses into a play-in game. I know. How about that, Tony? How about the Miami Dolphins and Ryan Fitzpatrick going out there on fourth down, fourth and goal, and Fitzmagic comes up with a little bit of magic and knocks Brady off the pedestal. Now they got to fight for their supper, and they got to play in the first-round wild card game. And by the way, Dean, I know you're listening in Clearwater. I would like my case of Michael and David wine. It could be all one, all one. It could be all no, earthquakes no, 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 in. No, mix it up. Mix it up. You don't have to buy me raptures. You don't have to buy me the fifty, sixty dollar bottles. Can Just get, a, get me a case. Can we get one ink blot in there though? Maybe <laughs> one ink blot. Just mix it up a little bit. God, Frank. Is because so as I said to Dean, and again, I don't hate the Patriots. I don't hate Tom Brady. I don't even hate Dak wow. Prescott or the Cowboys. People on the Twitch are already saying, "Where's Dean at? Where's he?" at? And I said to Dean, I said, again, and if you look at the numbers, and that's what we do on the show, because numbers don't lie. Oh. Oh, God. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I, I'll I, have what ooh. she's having, too. <laughs> this is getting a little oh. outrageous. Hey, I understand it. People she's what happens when I walk into the room. And by no the idea. way, as I was saying before I ripped Luigi and FanDuel, I don't have any control over what these teams do, what the players do, what guy drops a pass, which guy makes a tackle. Which kick gets missed, which kick gets made. I sit back and watch like everybody else. And then I comment like everybody else because we're still in America at this hour. Who knows what happens in the future? But I know right now we still have the right to our opinions. And bottom line is this. I believe if there's any way that I had influence in this Eagles uh-huh. victory yesterday. I can't wait to hear If this. I could find one angle where I could say, you know, because you got these guys that make $5, 10000000 million a year. You got mm-hmm. Skip Bayless. Mm-hmm. You know, doing his whole, I love the Cowboys, I hate the Eagles, to get people to go tune in. I get that. That's part of the business. It's the shtick. And then you got Stephen A. Smith, who's not even a Philly guy, who now has, has basically inherited the Eagles as his team, and he taunts the Cowboys. And that's fine. That's, that gets people to go watch their TV shows. That's part of what we do in this business. Of course. But I believe that I, too, have a right to claim some responsibility for the Eagles' victory. All right, I can't wait to hear this, Tony. What happened last week, Robin? Last week when we were at Landmark Americana, actually it came the, the day before when I said, then proclaimed, that if the Eagles beat the Dallas Cowboys here in Philly on that Week 16 game, uh-huh. that I would streak naked through the parking lot at Landmark Americana in Glassboro, New Jersey. Did you yell, excuse me, while I whipped this out when you did that? I didn't even have to. The people there saw. They came, they saw. They saw the tabernacle swinging in the in the, in the wind. Exactly oh, right. Oh yeah. Okay. And so I did what I said because just like I told Dean that the Patriots are not going to go to a Super Bowl. I didn't say they were going to be bad. They're still twelve and what? Twelve and five. By the way, I don't know if everybody <laughs> saw the video. Clarky Robs says Tony's dressed to go to a NASCAR race. <laughs> Carson Wentz, baby. Carson Wentz, bitches. That's who wears those jerseys, though, man, the NASCAR the NASCAR guys. They do. I thought the Eagles wore these uh, during the uh, do, salute to service. It's still funny as NASCAR. hell, NASCAR. still funny as hell, though. <laughs> I, I put my money where my mouth is. Yes, you is. did, Tony. Yes, and you so did. what happened yesterday after the game? Did you see what happened? Carson Wentz was bare-ass naked in the locker oh, room. Oh, yeah. Did you see that? That's a timely drop right there. Oh, yeah, that's right. Now, I don't think he was planning. I mean, he gets dressed and undressed in there. So sure. players get naked in locker rooms. For those of you who haven't been in locker rooms, not the one with Billy Schwein on 97.3, that locker room. You can catch that every week, though. Exactly. So Carson Wentz, they're interviewing, uh, I guess it was, uh, what's his name? Brandon Graham was being interviewed. Yeah, and in so. the background. Oh, we got on this ship anyhow. Everybody's an asshole today. And in the background of the Brandon Graham interview in the locker room, there is Carson Wentz. 
Do we have that picture, Robin? Can I'm you looking, find it? I'm looking for it right now. I have a lot of animal videos. If you look at my Twitter feed, everybody goes crazy about my – I post really fun stuff, important stuff, goofy stuff, animal stuff. It's all about that stuff. Like I said, I saw you looked a little a little slow getting out of your out of the out of the stance, but once you got up there, that high that top end speed was there, Tony. Exactly what, right. What do you think you ran? How many, how many yards do you think you ran? Oh, that was almost a hundred yeah. yards, like eighty three yards, and I did it in under ten seconds. Yeah, not really. I don't know what I did. I just did it. What kind of shoes were you wearing? I was wearing my black uh, Skechers. No, really? That's what you I always you wear. You didn't get all equipped with it and get the Hell right shoes? Hell no. We, no. You would have done that. You would have gone out there and put in the track. And I my had run, to. You would have got one no. of your numbers from one of your mara- half marathons you run. Yeah, stable to right Broad the Street run, little sticker on there with a number on Where's it. Where's my medal, Chief? I took everything you know off. Let's I went. do this first, Tony, yes. since I found this one first. Okay, I let's go it. back to the video. This is me. Putting it all on the line. I've yet to see this. Last Monday night at Landmark uh-huh. Americana for the final Monday night game pregame show that we've been doing there all year. And now Monday night football is over. And so the Eagles won the game. I didn't say they were going to lose. I said, if they beat Dallas, I will streak naked in the parking lot. And so people were there. I, I, want, I said the same thing when the Eagles won the Super Bowl, that if they won the Super Bowl, I would streak naked down Broad Street. And the reason why I didn't do that, not because I was afraid. I didn't do it because I had pneumonia. Yeah. Well, and so I'm not going to put my life on the line. Miss Robin said, no, you are not going to streak naked while you have exactly. pneumonia. And Listen, there are crazy people in the city. You know, who run down the street doing crazy stuff. The Mummers Parade's coming up in a couple of days. You want to see crazy stuff. <laughs> you want to see crazy stuff. You know what? I think I might get out there. It'll be my first ever Mummers Parade. I've never gone to the actual parade. Or Are you serious street. right yes, now? Yes, Tony. I'm serious. Uh, I have to do this real I just moved the show. I just moved to South Philadelphia. It's my first year here. You don't have to live in I South un- Philly to have gone to a Mummers Parade. But I'm going to take it in. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to take it in. All right. Jeez. I have it. I, I have sex. this up and running. I love everything about it. All right. So let's go last, last Monday night. This is after the Eagles beat the Sinkin' Cowboys here in an ugly game, in a game where Dak Prescott wasn't 100%, but he had all of his weapons. So I don't want to hear any excuses. If Carson Wentz and a lot of people made excuses for him, I never made excuses for any of these players. You know, players are played, paid to catch the ball. And the guys that he had around him earlier in the year, the crybabies like Alshon Jeffrey and Nelson Aguilar, the guys who would call Josina Anderson to bitch about what's going mm-hmm. on inside the locker room. You know, those guys who should be out of here next year. Because the bottom line with football is everybody has, has talent. Every, even if you're on a practice squad, that means somewhere, somehow, somebody saw something in you and gave you a chance. It's like me and Luigi. You know, I don't know if I saw something in him, but then I saw something in him. You know what I'm saying? And and FYI, if you are watching on uh, Twitch, you're going to be able to see everything. If you're watching on other everything. platforms... And I don't know if I want to see anything. <laughs> no, what do we get to, for $10? You're be able to, you'll be able to see the, the video. <laughs> if you're watching on other platforms, such as Instagram or something like that, you are only going to see one camera. You're not going to see all the extra stuff. Wait, by the wait, way, yes. Yes. By oh. the way, I went, to a, 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 I went to get a massage at a Chinese parlor, and yes. I was Was Robert Kraft there? Were you his really? Team? I was no! Pop- yes. You were given the I, option I of a the, happy ending? It was the funniest guy. Was, uh, was it the Orchids of Asia so one? Like, I don't, it was right up here on Broad Street, man. I'm, really? not, I'm not even really? joking. I did not even know. I went, I, I, I turned around. She was like, okay, turn around. And she, she takes my towel off, and she goes, you want this, right? And I was like, I'm a cop. And she goes, cookies? <laughs> Me while I whip this I was out. like, no, 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 I swear, I swear, 
I was propositioned wow. for it. And I said, I'm a cop. She said, cookies? And put her hands up like this. I was dying. <laughs> She was like 93 years old. I'm like, what the? Was she, she, she was an old lady? She was older, yes. She was older. She had a hell of a massage. Yeah. On the backside. And you and almost got a happy ending? I could have had one if I wanted. I, wasn't, I, didn't, I thought this place was only up and up. I just wanted a regular old deep tissue massage. My body was hurting. Wait a minute. So there's there's massage parlors on Broad Street? Yeah, right at Broad and Moore. Really? By the way, check look at the happy ending. Right there at Broad and Moore. The corner. <laughs> <laughs> it's easy. $40, brother. I wonder what would happen if I would go there. Probably get propositioned for something. Yeah? I thought, I mean, like I said, I wonder, what, I wonder what they would offer for a woman. She was paying special attention to my to my keister, right? Like, really, like, work on this thing. Well, I'm I've like, had a lot of keister work done, too, myself, in the last few months. And I'm sitting there, I'm going, well, <laughs> that's, uh, you know, I'm like, I guess this is a little bit of deep tissue, whatever, no problem. She's working the, uh, the, the buttocks. And then she tells me to turn over and just rips the tail off. I'm like, what the Boom. fuck is going on over here? Yeah. No, okay, and then now you finally said, Luigi finally was wondering at that point, Exactly. Now what the hell was that? No extra charge for the gum When she jobs. was working on the keister on your back end, uh, when she's like massaging the buttocks, did her thumbs kind of like yes. wander down? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, wow. Yes. It turns out she's, but it was the best because I, I hit her with the I'm a cop and she said cookies <laughs> instead. <laughs> instead. She really did that. She did that. We should wow. all go in. We should all go We've in. Come in for a group. We should all go in. Group so, massage. Nah, listen, it was. Uh, look, I went on the. Um, <laughs> when I was in Dallas, I went and got a full buy massage in a, at an Asian place. Six on the complete on the up and up, complete on the up. But the the, the windows were blacked out like a like a caprice out of North Philly. <laughs> all right, the windows were completely blacked out. But it was completely on the up and up. She was a professional. Totally professional. How do you know this woman was a professional? Did she have a license? How did I know this woman was a professional? She offered. She said forty bucks for a hand job. That's a professional, if you ask me, Tony. Shut up! I might never pay more than ten. I'll just go to K and A and get one for five if I needed that. I mean, it's raining on. outside. It's two for five today, brother. Where the white women at? <laughs> yeah, they're uh, they're probably in there too. Anyway, enough about Luigi like, almost getting frick, a Robert Kraft job here. So well, speak. speaking of white women, there's a white ass that we want to show everybody. So wait, let's get I it just, back. Just, let's just, get it back <laughs> to me running naked in the parking lot. So this was last Monday night, a week from tonight. Landmark Americana, Glassboro, where we were every single week on Monday nights. And this is what I did when I said if the Eagles beat the Dallas Cowboys, which they hadn't been doing, <laughs> that I would streak naked in the parking lot. Let's, let's go to the videotape. Multiple camera angles here now. For those of you who have not seen this, let's look at it live. What the f <laughs> I started with a slow trot because, you remember, I hadn't trained for this. Tony Bruno, Jesus. And I have 22-year-old Conlon Thompson, the intern, following me. <laughs> and there you have <laughs> it. <laughs> I look like a, I look like, there he is. There's Conlon Thompson with the oh, robe so chasing me down. What? Not Conlon Thompson, Conlon Farrell. Oh, yeah. What the <laughs> hell? What the hell were you had, did you have in front of you? I had there a big bow. I made a, I had made a bow, and then I used some of my bra straps to strap it around his here. white ass. You were not taping anymore here. What's up with the fishtail, bro? That's no, okay. that's uh, that's my. Uh, that's his tie-dye uh, bathrobe. Exactly, bro. I wanted to go bohemian. I wanted to go old school, Woodstock type stuff. Tony, I love you. But here's the thing, though, <laughs> is that we're about to get two for one. And so I got to do this too. No, you don't. You no, know, I, have you made a promise that you said I would streak if? Uh, I did. I made a promise I would streak if the Dolphins won more than three games and those motherfuckers <laughs> won, five, won five. So now I got to streak myself. I got to streak myself. I may do it this year. I may go back to the Bay of the Breakers and run it naked. 
Well, everybody does that in San Francisco. I know, but I mean, still. Come on. It's a sight. If you don't run naked, there's something wrong it's with you. It's a sight to see, bro. Now, people, people are saying that this is a visual that they will never be able to get out of their minds. I leave an impression. on, And, and I also left an impression on Carson Wentz. Yes, you did, Tony. Because it's Carson Wentz's birthday today. Did oh, you know Mazel that? Top. It's his birthday. So let, let me see if I can find the, uh, the naked Carson Wentz now. It's on Twitter. It's all over the place. And again, I, I what people have done is he's in the background, and it's his locker. He's in the locker room. He's getting changed. He's getting, she gets showered, and he gets changed. So while Brandon Graham's being interviewed, in the background, somebody zoomed in and brought the picture out. But you could look carefully, and you see Carson Wentz completely naked in the background. Mm-hmm. And that's not what he does. You know, he's a very religious guy. He doesn't get naked like I do. You've got to give me some props, too, man. How much did I nail that saying yesterday? They will get a strip sack at some point yes. and get that big fumble that will turn into a touchdown. Tony, I, I, lo- I, love, the, I love the people on our Twitch stream. <laughs> Absolutely. The comments. By the way, we got to give it up to Stevie B, who was there yesterday. Yeah, real nice guy, actually. Not an asshole like I thought he was going to be. Exactly. He's a really nice guy. Exactly. So, anyway, that's what happened. Carson gets naked because that's what happens when you're in the locker room and you take your clothes off after you win a game. Mm-hmm. You usually get naked and put your clothes on. And you put on – and, by the way, for the people that thought that the Eagles came up with that uh, NFC East champs – no, the, the East is not enough – Every single division winner this year. This was conco- concocted by either the NFL. It had to be by the NFL. Because remember, when the, when the Packers won, their T-shirt said, the North is mm-hmm. not enough. Right. And then you saw the 49ers last night when they beat Seattle. They had the shirt saying, the West yes. is not enough. And then the Eagles had, the East is not enough. So this is something that all division winners have. The NFL obviously came up with the idea because people were asking Carson Wentz, did you make that shirt yourself? No. The league made the shirts. I don't know, and then they give them to you at the end. The Cowboys, I'm sure, have them. The, 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 the East is not enough. The East is not enough. And so Jason Garrett is not enough either they because sh- apparently he's on his way out. They have shirts to say not enough for the East. That's exactly what they have. right. And, again, I'm not going to sit here and rip the Cowboys all day. That's too easy. No, that is way too easy. But Garrett, exactly. t- Tony, you know, his, his – uh, excuse me, his um, – you know, his contract's up. Can you see – is there any foreseeable way that they bring him back oh. after the tenure that – Jason Garrett? No, he's gone. As, according to the, the insiders now in Dallas, I said at the beginning of the show, right now <coughs> the only guy with a job in the <laughs> NFC East is Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson is the only employee coach. Pat Shermer was fired this morning by the Giants. And, of course, the, you know, the, the Washington Redskins – got rid of Jay Gruden earlier in the yep. year. Their interim coach is not going to be the head coach. Apparently, they're going to go after, as I said yesterday on the pregame show, Ron Rivera. Ron Rivera is locked in. Ron Rivera is going to be the next coach of the Washington Redskins, but he isn't yet. So right now, there's an opening in Washington, an opening in Dallas, and an opening in New York. And the Cleveland. Eagles, and Freddie yeah, Kitchens but I'm talking well. about this division. Oh, this division. I'm sorry, Tony. Okay. Yeah, this division, Doug Peterson's the only – and here's what's interesting. Doug Peterson, in the time he's been here – the Giants are now going on their third coach since Doug Peterson. Mm-hmm. Remember, the Eagles settled for Doug Peterson. You know who everybody wanted? Gus Bus, baby. They wanted the Gus Bus, but they also wanted – no, that was before Chip Kelly. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, that was right. the right. Chip right. Kelly. Right. Everybody right. wanted right. Gus right. Bradley right. because he yelled – They wanted Gruden. Job. They wanted John they Gruden. They wanted John Gruden. He was still doing Monday Night Football. But remember, there were guys – the guy who was became the Giants head coach is who a lot of people wanted. Benny Mack? Yeah, Ben, ben McAdoo, McAdoo was mm-hmm. a guy, remember? Oh, Ben McAdoo. So there were a couple of names, and the Eagles settled for Doug Peterson. And obviously, and Doug Peterson's been much maligned this year. You know, he doesn't call the right plays. And people in every city do this. He doesn't call the right plays. You know, oh, you know, he doesn't, he doesn't know what he's doing. 
He's a bad clock manager, blah, blah, blah. Chris F29 saying Matt Rule going to the Giants. I said, I actually, that, yeah, I said that yesterday. I can see Matt Rule leaving now for the, for the NFL. Absolutely. And I said it. In fact, when you go to Adam Schefter's feed, when Adam Schefter talked about, you know, guys with coaching possibilities, I wrote to him right back to Adam Schefter, who does follow me, of course. Of course. Well, why not? I mean, all the real I mean, NFL. You are who you the are. only NFL people that don't follow me are the Bobo NFL people. I have the best NFL people following me. Believe me. Trust me. <laughs> Believe me when I tell you. I follow the best people, and, and the, the best, best people, people follow, follow me. All of these slap dicks, you know, with the little podcasts in their basements like I have right here. Exactly. I mean, all, but they're slap dicks. I've at least been a veteran slap dick in my own basement, not in my mom's basement. You slap your dick. You're not a slap well, dick. Well, I don't pay for it. I, if I didn't know, I would have gone to Broad. And when Robin was away in Arizona, Broad I could have took you I on Could have walked a block and on gotten. Uh, Damn it, Tony. What's a handy amongst friends? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> what's a handy amongst friends? I'm gonna take Robin for Christmas. That's what I'm gonna do. You could have been taken care of while I was gone. Yeah. Nah, I'd rather. I'd rather. I'd rather save the money and take care of myself. It's a real okay. bonding experience here on the Bruno <laughs> Show. Tony, I, I finally found it. I, it took me a while because So there it is. There's Brandon Grant. Now, you, so like, see, you see the video. Brandon, it's a picture. I don't think it's a video. Yeah, no, it's a still video. It's still picture. So this here is Brandon Graham still has his jersey on. Obviously, he did a lot of interviews. The one he did on, on, uh, on NBC Sports Philly with my man Derek Gunn. I love Derek Gunn. <clears throat> Derek Gunn, I, saw, I said this to him. I wrote him a tweet this morning. Derek Gunn, you know, there's all these local – Sports town media, NBC Sports, New Bay Area. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of good people that do this. They're there every day. They're going live at the press conferences. And I like John Clark. He's a local guy. Derek Gunn does the best post-game interviews in the locker room, outside the locker room with the players, because they obviously have a bond with him. They trust him. They like him. Brandon Graham rips his, breaks his chops all the time when he's coming out of the at, you know, coming down the tunnel after, oh, you picked against me, and he rips Ryan Clark at it's, ESPN. It's like a Sasquatch photo. And so in the back <laughs> of this interview, people see Carson Wentz bending over, and his hand is appropriately placed, So you, just like I was when I was running through the parking mm-hmm. lot. Yeah. So Carson Wentz wins the NFC East, the division nobody wanted, and only the Cowboys were fighting to get. Because let's be honest, Washington and the Giants were shot from Jump Street this year. And so it was Dallas and the Eagles' division to fight out. And Dallas didn't win enough big games. And the Eagles, for the people that are knocking their schedule, that's the other thing. I love it, the schedule. Well, they, they played four bad teams. They, this isn't college football right. where you pick your opponents. Right. You play, the, you play to win the games against the teams that are on the schedule. The New England Patriots played the Miami Dolphins in a Week 17 finale in their building. And how great was that because of the fact that it was a divisional game. The fact that the NFL set up these lists last exactly. month of the season for all the divisions to play to play inside a division makes football fantastic. How about that Detroit, that Detroit Green Bay game last night or yesterday, which had major implications on Green Bay? Yeah. That was a divisional game. The Lions played them tooth and nail, Tony. You see the interesting stat on that game? What was that? In the two games that the Packers played against the Lions this year, the Green Bay Packers never had the lead at either game for one second. How about they had to come back in both games? How about that? That's what I'm saying. They never had the lead in either game. They trailed in both games and won it at the very end. So, in other words, it was tied and they won the game the first time. They came back again yesterday. They looked like they were going to get blown out of the building. Look at the first half, how how, how we were ripping. We were ripping Aaron Rodgers. Rodgers. He he missed – he but he had guys drive. It looked like it looked like an Eagles game. He was either overthrowing receivers, yeah. receivers were dropping the balls, and they, the Packers looked like they were mailing it in. 
And give the Detroit Lions credit. They came out. They ran a Philly special. They played hard. The yes, Lions. they did. They didn't quit in their final home game. They went out there and played hard. And Aaron Rodgers was not with it in the first half. He was horrible. But what happened? Boom. Second half. Flips the switch. Aaron, you know, they got a great running back. They've got a Aaron great Jones receiver. Aaron Jones is another one of those guys. He just started. Aaron Rodgers, again, like he, Aaron Rodgers is one of those guys. He's going to miss. He's going to miss. He's going to miss. And sooner or later, He's going to get hot and start connecting, and that's what happened. But that's the reason why, Tony, that Matt Patricia was not fired is because the Lions play hard for this coach. And they, they were and, down and to decimated. David Blau. Right. Blau. David Blau was Blau. out there yesterday. No, I, I, I don't see. I know my buddy uh, Steve in, in Detroit who calls us mm-hmm. all the time. He was one of And, you know, a lot of fans are like this. I'm not going to single him out. He, I'm not saying he's a bad fan. I'm just saying that the fans, when teams don't go well, and remember, Detroit beat the Eagles earlier in the season. Detroit has talent. That's the thing. They have some talent on that team. They're not bereft of talent. No, they got, they got fantastic wide receivers. They got a TJ Hawkinson was the young rookie tight end, but he got hurt. Yeah. You know, and I mean, look, Matt Stafford's no slouch. The defense got better. They had an injury with Carryon Johnson, the running back, early in the year, which really kind of hurt them because they had no running back. They, they're down to, like, Bo Scarborough. No, they did and can give the Lions give Matt Patricia a good time. And, and again, they played hard. And you know who else played hard, and that's why he saved his job as much as people hated Adam Gaze in New York? They went 6-2 and two down the stretch, Yo, Adam, the Jets. Listen. That Jets team, and Tony, that Jets team, that defense is for real. The problem is, is that they had a lot of injuries early yeah, on. Jamal Adams was hurt. No, no, forget about the defense. On the offensive side of the ball, first of all, you lose Sam, Sam Darnold for a month because he's kissing unsultry women. And then, on top of that, they lost every wide receiver with the exception of Robbie Anderson, the injury. They had, to bring, they had to bring in Demarius Thomas off the scrap heap to try to help them out. It took a while for Le'Veon Bell to get going. Listen, Le'Veon Bell never got going. Say what you want. That was a horrible signing. Let's be honest. It wasn't a horrible signing. It was a horrible signing. You bring a guy in because he's a stud, and then you don't allow him to be a stud. Well, the scheme doesn't match up with what Le'Veon does. Then why do you bring him in? Because you try to adapt the scheme, but it really didn't work with the personnel they have. And Don't be surprised if they don't look to trade Le'Veon Bell. It's going to be a little difficult with the contract, but don't be surprised if they don't look to trade Le'Veon Bell in the offseason. But the thing is, again, again, back to the Matt Patricia thing, Tony, that team didn't quit on Adam Gaze. They played harder every Absolutely. single week. And as much as the New York media wanted Adam Gaze gone because of the weird eyes and he mm-hmm. was a weird dude. So, look, a lot of guys saved their jobs yesterday. Yes, they Pat did. Pat Shermer, even though the Giants played well, especially on defense, I mean, their defense played really, really well. And they weren't a good defense statistically, but they really hung tough with the Eagles. The Eagles should have blown them out in the first half, but – Give the Giants credit. They stopped them on third down multiple times. Yes, they did. And it became a nail-biter, as a lot of people thought it would. But in the second half, Carson Wentz, to me, and again, you can rip the guy all you want. He can't stay healthy. 16 games, he sets all the Eagles' passing records. Yep. 4,000 yards without a 500-yard receiver. Never been done in the history of the NFL. Which it's, just, it's amazing if you think about it. How, it's, it's, it's harder to not do that than it is to do it. You know what I mean? And you look at – he is Mr. December. You know how we talk about Mr. October was Reggie – Reggie Jackson was Mr. October. Yep. You tell me a quarterback. Now, there's obviously quarterbacks playing at a high level all year in the NFL. But when it was crunch time, when you needed to win your final four games after you shit the bed against the Miami Dolphins, down there, by the way, inexcusable because you're up 14. But we've seen that the Dolphins didn't quit either. Everybody wanted them to get the first pick, to go out there and just mail it in, and they didn't mail it in. And that's the difference between the NFL and most other sports leagues. Let's be honest. NBA players... When there's nothing to play you for, mail it in. they mail it in. Again, I'm not, I'm not trying to rip the NBA. I'm just saying that you see in the NFL, when you're play, when the guys are still out there playing, there are players playing for jobs, playing for positions next year, trying to impress coaching Coaches staff. Coaches playing for their, li- for, exactly. their, for, their, for their livelihood. So the, the bottom line is, 
the Giants showed up yesterday. They were home. They, you know, they were more Giant fans than Eagle. Everybody thought it would be an Eagle takeover. There were a lot of Eagle fans, but the Giant fans, to their credit, you know, they're still rooting because they've got a quarterback of the future. I don't think there's any doubt that Danny Dimes is a good quarterback. No, Daniel Jones, Saquon Barkley, Darius Slayton, Sterling Shepard. Yeah, they they're, set up. they're set up. Absolutely. They're set up. The thing that really <laughs> – Tony, I'll tell you one, one thing right now. We got lucky the fact that their tight end, Evan Engram, wasn't playing. We got really lucky for that. He's yeah, a but the major kid, the, weapon. Yeah, but the Caden kid from the Niners that they let go, he had a good Caden game. Caden Smith. Yeah, he had a Caden nice game. Caden Smith is a nice big target. Mm -hmm. so I'm He's saying not the, Evan Engram. The, 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 no, but, the, but the, the Giants are not bereft of talent. The Washington Redskins, who obviously, you know, are, like are fired, fired their GM, finally uh, they're going to bring in a guy who will get some control sure. of the organization. Because, you know, George Allen's son, who I've known forever, Bruce Allen, they finally said, hey, Bruce, look, you know, we can't fire the owner. Everybody hates the owner. Right, right. But we're going to put you, take you right. down a couple of notches. <laughs> We've tried. We're going to take you down a couple of notches, and we're going to bring in a coach who we're going to give some control over personnel. Not total control, but at least bring a coach in who knows the game. And Bruce Allen, again, whatever, whatever pictures he has of the owner, <laughs> I mean, that guy has had a job forever as the GM. Same as president. Marvin Lewis, man. He's on, yeah, but Marvin Lewis was just a coach. Bruce Allen was the GM, president, yeah, CEO. Know, Jerry Jones, at least, he's president, owner, and CEO, and everything else. But he makes the decisions, and he takes the heat for the decisions he makes. Bruce Allen goes up in his box. Nice guy. He goes up in his box and is not accountable. That's what the, you know. That's the thing that scares me too. Not scares me, but actually it intrigues me. Is who are the Dallas Cowboys going to hire as a head coach? I mean, you got to bring in somebody with some legit credibility. And I'm just wondering who's out there on the on the on you know on the market to get. You can't bring in a college coach. You're not gonna you're not gonna advance Kellen Moore from offensive no. coordinator. To I mean, Urban coach. Meyer. There's a lot. I don't, I don't, I'm not worried about who's gonna hire who right no, now. No, it's just an interesting. Topic I said to, to think Adam about, Schefter yesterday when he was talking about you know coaches who are gonna get interviews, and I said it before, not because I know Matt Rule and I'm a Temple apologist. Matt Rule is gonna get one of these head coaches. Yes, jobs. Well, he's, he's gonna at least get an offer. He's gonna get an offer. And he turned, remember, the Jets had a chance to get him last year. Yes, they did. And they passed him up for Adam Gaze. And a lot of people, but now, you know, again, people, what did Bruce, what did Matt Rule do? Matt Rule, it's not about winning games at Temple or it's Baylor. It's about building a product. It's about being a confident guy, yes. an up-and-comer. And there's a lot of assistant coaches. Well, he's not even an assistant coach in the NFL. He was before he became the Temple coach. Mm -hmm. So this guy is obviously a great young coach. And Matt Rule from Baylor, is going to get one of these jobs. If he doesn't get it, he's going to get interviewed for a couple of them. Oh, yeah. Mikey Mrs. Hairplug says that Matt Rule is going to go to the Giants. Yeah, he will go to the Giants. I, 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 don't, I, don't, I, I think you're right. Because, remember, the Jets had a chance. Mm -hmm. They passed up on him. And now Dave Gettleman, the Giants GM, who's much maligned. And while the people are ripping Dave Gettleman, and they said he should have been fired too, the Giants fans, instead of just firing Pat Shermer, Dave Gettleman did some things that were smart, too. It's like Howie Roseman. During the course of the year when guys started going down or guys weren't catching passes, what happened? How does Howie Roseman draft J.J. Ortega-Whiteside you know, and, and overlook Terry McLaurin and D.J. Metcalf? That, yeah, that was a, right and now. Marquise Brown. And, and, yeah. and right now that looks like a bad decision. Sure. But what, the, what he did do, and you have to give him credit for this, and, and also Doug Peterson, is that the guys that they had on the practice squad they had to choose and put them on the practice squad. That's true. So while they were, while they're their main players, you know, while they gave uh, Nelson Aguilar a nine point eight million dollar one year deal, so we could tip the cap to to 
to him for to Howie for building the farm system at least. Exactly. So yeah. while he made Boston some Scott. while he made some look what looks like mistakes, he you know he guaranteed all Sean for twenty twenty. So they got to pay him for next year. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna wait till at least June or July. Yeah. And everything. You know, the Aguilar got the nine point four million dollar option. Didn't have a good year. You know, JJ Arthago Whiteside. We mentioned that, but his career is not over. It's just like Sidney Jones. People, are, are, you know, counted Sidney Jones as a bad pick, and he had a hard time getting into the action. <laughs> he and everybody like wrote right him now. off. Oh, and you know, the guy's got talent. That's why they took him. He was hurt in college. He was one of those, you know, guy who was fell down a little bit because of injuries. And now, hopefully, he, maybe he becomes – look at it. Brandon Graham's a classic example of that. Mm -hmm. Brandon Graham, even though he played at Michigan, he was a low-round draft pick, and he played his ass off. He didn't start until, like, his second or third season. Oh, well, he's chosen in the first round, and he took him in the first round because he wowed him at the College Bowl. Uh, but, again, Brandon Graham oh, – I think yeah. Brandon Graham has, has been an, an overachiever, but a Pro Bowl overachiever for his entire career. Oh, wait, I still have the price tag on this baby. What's the price? People, the price is right, Tony? Talking about I, I didn't even realize it. You want to know why? Because Tony was going to leave it on just in case they didn't make the playoffs. You Bullshit, take it I love this jersey. I asked for I demanded it from Joe Krause. I don't think it has a price on it, but this has got a quality that's, that's item. That's a $120 item. A quality oh, item right here, man. Easily. That's all I'm stitched. not going mini pearl, though, like, you know, with the hats mini with all the price pearl, tags on it. Mini pearl. You gotta be old school. That's somebody, obviously, one of our older listeners. Mini Pearl. They, uh, That's Clarky Bob says, "Why does Tony still have the tag on his jersey? Who does he think he is, Mini Pearl?" See, For now, those of you who don't know the old country was, days, I thought that you had washed that already. No, I didn't wash this. Okay, because it was hanging. I mean, up if Carson, if I would rub against Carson Wentz's naked skin in the locker room, I would never wash it. But that picture of him looks like Sasquatch. <laughs> in the background. It really does. Is At it least me? the back is freaking it's hot. It's hot down here, right? Turn oh, the damn fan when, off. Not on. When you were away, Robin. When you were away, I sat there next to that thing. Right? It was sweat-tastic. Yeah, but it's only if it's on. Like, normally it's just supposed to be. But it is. Okay, it's There's not no just price me flash. having a hot flash. <laughs> BT Hockey, 1973. He's going to return to Kohl's later today. Cold, baby. I got some cold cash with this. This ain't from Kohl's. No, hell This no. is authentic NFL. No, th nah, seriously. That, that's, that's on the field item right there. I love this. I love this jersey. And I have a regular Carson Wentz. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm going to have his children, probably. I'm going to go out and... Uh, Go out and shoot some ducks with him. I'm going to get one of those Christmas duck uh, Santa Claus one. Did you see he wore that last year? You know, everybody has the ugly Christmas yes. jersey. Well, he got the assault rifle. You can go out there with that. No, he had, a, he had a, a shirt on that had ducks and then Santa Claus with a with a shotgun hunting ducks for Christmas. America, right? And, of course, yeah, and, of course, all the woke <laughs> jerk-offs <laughs> out like, there. <gasps> oh, my God. Day. Carson Wentz. He's too religious. He hunts. <gasps> he socks. Well, Suck on this, bitches. Well, Let me tell you job. that right now. All you Carson Wentz ha haters, you can kiss my white ass. Not quite as white as Carson's and not quite the uh, red man, beard. That thing's pretty opaque. <laughs> brother. Uh, you're glowed like, in the dark. Yeah, um, but, I, you know, I've been sick. Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz doesn't go out in the sun. When he goes out hunting for ducks, he's got full camo on. Right. This butt's never going to get. I guarantee you he's never been nude on a beach like I have. Well, he's a redhead, and he'll burn to a crisp. Plus, he's got all that damn bacne and shit on his back and stuff. Bacne. <laughs> bacne. But sunlight actually helps he does take have care bad. of that. He's got bad so. pores. He really does, man. Well, that's happen. a redhead thing, too. That's Is it really, a, Yeah, yeah. Us redheads are have suffered you long time. Nice skin. Huh? Now, nice skin. now. But you shouldn't have seen me when I was a teenager. And my brother, even worse. And as I said to you at the beginning of the show, uh, about 40 minutes ago, that Jason Garrett was gone, and now it's official. Yeah, the officially. Cowboys have – and I said this earlier when I told you I was reading legitimate news sources, not bloggers and, and 
guys with stinking podcasts with no connections to anybody in football that Jason Garrett was gone. And I give Jerry Jones credit for this. Because last night after the loss, and we saw the shot of him in his suite. You see that when the Eagles scored and put the game away and went up the, on the defensive, on the, on the strip sack and fumble, you know, where, uh, <coughs> where Fletcher Cox takes it to the one-yard line and then Boston Scott runs it in. That's when everybody knew. And Bruce Allen, as I mentioned, out 10 years with the Washington Redskins as the president, he's still going to be in the organization. They're not throwing him out on the streets, but he's not going to be in charge. That's why Ron Rivera is going to get that job. And, uh, you know, and, and I mentioned Matt Rule. I said it yesterday to Adam Schefter. Matt Rule is going to get a head coaching job this year. They can lock that in. And I also said last night, watching the San Francisco-Seattle game, and people think that was me being a homer. I tweeted it. I said, color me crazy. But I think the Philadelphia Eagles can find a way to beat either the Seattle Seahawks or San Francisco 49ers here. Now, the reason I'm saying that is not because they're, they're not good teams. Oh, no, no, I'm not disagreeing. The 49ers are a good team. But here's what the 49ers don't have that the Eagles have, despite all the Eagles' injuries, which are major. Jimmy Garoppolo has never played in a playoff game. Yeah, Everybody's see- talking about Carson Wentz. Yes, Carson Wentz has played four consecutive weeks as a playoff game. He had to win all four of the games, regardless of who they were. He had to win those four games with his team, or his season's over. <laughs> See, now, <coughs> Jimmy Garoppolo, none of those guys, not Matt Breida, not their great tight end, George not Hill. any of those guys have been in the playoffs. So for all the Carson Wentz, he hasn't played a playoff game yet in his fourth year. Neither have a lot of these guys. No, a lot of them have now, Seattle obviously has, See, th- and their quarterback. And oh, by the way, I got to rip. I got to rip the coaching staff. I think the Seattle Seahawks, just like they did in that Super Bowl, when they decided to throw the ball instead of giving it to Marshawn uh-huh, uh-huh. Lynch, made another huge error last night. I mean, they had that game, that, and I wasn't rooting out. I picked the Niners on my locks, and I was three and one. The one, miss, the one loss I had was a stinking Pittsburgh Steelers because I thought Baltimore would lay down for them. They still blew them out by 18. So the Steelers, you suck, get a quarterback, get healthy, try to keep Connor healthy. So all these other teams that use excuses for in, oh, James Connor was hurt. Oh, this guy was hurt. Oh, that guy. You tell me another team in the NFL who has lost more starting players than the Philadelphia Eagles that's in the playoffs. Nobody. Uh, Nobody's even close. Well, P- Pittsburgh was in the running and, until until earlier this week. But yeah, Pittsburgh was in the run. They lost a lot of players, man. Yes, but Tell- they did. But they didn't. And they're starting quarter. And they're starting quarterback. Ben Roethlisberger going down was the big one, Tony. We didn't lose Carson Wentz. They lost Ben. Yeah, but, but the Eagles lost Carson Wentz the last two years. And oh, by the way, they made the playoffs. I, those same. I, I understand. The Eagles are one of four teams that are going back to the playoffs for the third consecutive year. I only four of these teams that are in that. there. There's 12 teams in. Only four of them have made the playoffs three straight years. So everybody who wants to use Dak Prescott's shoulder was hurt. That's why he didn't beat the Eagles. Or want to use, well, you know, Ben Roethlisberger was out. That's why the Steelers couldn't make the playoffs. They, they got themselves back, in the, and Mike Tomlin did a great job. But their backup quarterbacks weren't as good as Nick Foles when Carson Wentz got hurt. So, yeah. Tony, um, Mike Leslie, who is with – he's a sports anchor for WFAA in it Dallas. D- yes. Yeah, he's saying the entire coaching staff right. has been so cleaned 15, out. Right, so about 17 minutes ago, he told he uh, tweeted out, I'm told the entire Cowboys coaching staff has been fired. And then a few minutes later, he tweeted out, 
We're told that a member of the staff texted a person close to him and said, we're fired. The response was all of you, and the response was yes. But then he tweeted out again saying that a member inside the Cowboys organization said that this is not the case yet. It may be the case soon, but it has not officially All right, and so that, again, listen, so. Mike Leslie's a good reporter. He's a local guy, and he's trying to jump the gun because everybody knew Carson. And that's why I said Jerry Jones last night was being grilled question after question. Are you going to get rid of Jason? Jason Garrett got out there really positive, as you see, postgame, yeah. acting as if this was a major accomplishment to go out there. What a great way to end the season. You know, he just got, you know, he had to say, oh, he had to put a positive spin on it. You know, he's like, hey, I'm proud of the guys. You know, the typical stuff. He was upbeat. He wasn't downtrodden. They dropped 48 on Washington. So I'm not saying he should be downtrodden that he lost, but he also knew, and Jerry Jones, to his credit, he answers all the questions, but he wasn't going to make a decision last night. And to be fair, that's the way you do it. You know, the Browns, they, they immediately, as soon as their game ended against Cincinnati, they fired Freddie Kitchens. Yep. He was the first guy gone. Pat Shermer went this morning. And now you got Jerry Jones firing Jason Garrett, and I'm sure the entire coaching staff. Now, whoever they bring in, you know, will get to put their own coaching staff together. And it, and it depends on how fast Jerry hires a new head coach. But Jason Garrett, to the surprise of really no one, and I like Jason Garrett. I've known him a long time. I've been at dinners with him. He's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. And he's, a, you know, he's not a horrible coach. And gotta give, you got to give Jerry Jones credit. Now, Cowboy fans have been mad at this. They think he should have been fired years ago. But the bottom line is, you know, Jerry Jones was very patient with Jason Garrett. And for a guy Extremely who's not patient, patient, remember, he got impatient very quickly with Jimmy Johnson when they were drunk in a bar, and that ended their relationship. And then Barry Switzer came in and won another Super Bowl with, uh, with all of Jimmy's team, all of his players, I think all of that his was. Do you think that had anything to do with Jerry Jones saying, listen, I don't need you, like, Listen, you don't. We don't need you to win this thing. We can do this with anybody, and that's why they brought oh, Barry yeah. Switzerland. You, you think it was no more doubt. Of like, that yeah. was called that was called Jerry the owner yep. telling Jimmy the coach who he hired at the right time. Remember, Jimmy had just come out of the University of Miami national champ. Mm -hmm. He knew every mm -hmm. stud player in college football. So Jimmy Johnson was perfectly qualified to be the Cowboy coach, even though he hadn't coached in the NFL because he knew who the great player. He knew where Emmitt Smith was. He played against. He coached against those guys. He knew. He knew the playmaker. He was wow. coaching him. Tony. He knew the best players in football. And so that's why he got successful when he amassed all those draft picks. When Jerry was making all the decisions to get rid of guys and trade Herschel Walker and get all the draft picks and whatever, he got the guys that he needed to build the franchise around. Aikman, Emmett Smith. You look at the, the offensive line. That was a perfectly constructed football team. Yes, and that's why they were a dynasty for a whole bunch of years in Dallas. But after Barry Switzer came in, won one more, they haven't been able to do it because Jerry was firing guys left and right. He was bringing in, you know, the Dave Campos of the world and those guys. Nice coordinators, nice guys. And then he finally settled on, you know, on Jason Garrett and gave him nine and a half years. And the interesting thing about it, while the Cowboys are America's team, do you know they only made the playoffs three times out of the nine and a half years that Jason Garrett's been there? So 30% of the time they were there. Yeah, and, and, and you're, for, you're the head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. That's a lot of rope. I mean, he got a lot of slack for different reasons. But the bottom line is very few coaches in high-profile jobs, and there's no higher-profile job than the Dallas Cowboys in the NFL. No, Nobody. None. Even the Patriots are not under any pressure because as long as they have Belichick 
you know, and, and, and Tom Brady for the last dozen yeah, years. But, exactly. But even before then, who the hell are the Patriots? The Cowboys have been the Cowboys since the freaking exactly. 60s. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's my point. And so when, when Brady's done and retires, Belichick retires, they're going to have to reboot that thing. And it's not going to be, let's pick up where we left off. No. For the most no, part. No, 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 you no. don't replace dynasties like that and continue to pick up. The only thing is Tom Landry was, was the coach of a great Dallas dynasty. Mm-hmm. And when they got rid of him, and a lot of people were angry the way they got Jerry got rid of him, they brought in a guy who kept it going. You know what I mean? It, it, the franchise didn't crash and burn. Now, it did the first year because they had to bring it in. They went 1-11. And then the Eagles, of course, had sacked Troy Aikman 11 times. Then they times had one of the greatest game. drafts in the history of drafts. Exactly. So you have to build it. And so the bottom line is, Chan Gailey, I mentioned, Jimmy Johnson. Did, did Jason Garrett applaud when Jerry gave him his pink slip? <laughs> well, when he saw the check, yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Here's your lovely egg. Hey, come on oh, down. Take Coaching some party staff. gifts. Here's some lovely. I'm all right. You get a check, and, and you, you get, get a – you get a check. Listen, I don't I don't celebrate anybody being fired. No, of course not. This but these guys are getting job. millions of dollars, though, man. This is part of the job. When you get hired as an NFL head coach, no matter who you are, no matter how great you are, Maybe Bill Belichick will be the only guy that doesn't get fired. He'll go out on his own terms. What's the saying, Tony? They get hired to be. We get hired to be fired. That's exactly that's it. right. He might. Yeah, you're right. He may be the only one who gets to go out on his own and just say, you know what, I'm done. Yeah, you I'm know, done. and I'm, Jerry's not going to trash Jason Garrett. No, no, he'll he'll go out there. He'll do the right thing. He'll put the right hat on because again, you don't want to have all this dirty laundry being put out on air. And have him bad mouthing his old coach when he's trying to exactly. hire a whole new regime. Because I think they fired. I think if 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 what I'm seeing is correct, it was a total house cleaning. Yeah, that's well, what you got to do. And most of the time, well, when you fire allegedly that, right now, because Robin yeah. reported that it's not really right. set in stone yet. Well, when you fire the head coach, it might be coach, set in stone, but it hasn't been officially. Let reported. me explain. When you fire the head explain. coach, let me explain. The assumption is the new head coach is going to pick his own staff, and so for the most part, unless Jerry Jones decides. He wants to keep one guy here or one guy there because he's the owner and the general manager. So, for the most part, the entire staff gets let go. Now, whether that whether he's done it or not, and it depends. Jerry's going to make the decisions. The new head coach, by the way, is going to come in and he's going to have some, yeah, I'd like to have this guy as my offensive coordinator or I want to call the plays. So that's to be determined. But it's not, it's not shocking that the entire coaching staff is fired. Remember, when Doug Peterson got the job, he kept some of Chip Kelly's guys around. Not all of them, but he kept some guys. And so you do that. I'm sure they'll keep some guys around. And whether if Jerry's fired everybody, I'd really, really be shocked. That means he didn't have confidence in anybody, including Kellen Moore, right? Cliff mm-hmm. Richard or Cliff Richard. Richard. That's, that's, oh, I yeah. know. I like Chris Cliff. No, I'm learning French, so let's, let's go. You know Richard. who Cliff Richard, Richard is, right? Richard. You know who Cliff Richard is, Robin? Who is that guy? Now, once singer? again, yes. Cliff Richard. Uh, See, that's bad knowledge, Robin. I know he's a singer. I can almost. He had a bunch of hits. What song did he sing? He had a bunch of hits. I can almost hear it. Here's here's his here's one of his biggest hits. Let's go back to the music now. Let's, let's crank hear it. it let's, up. See if we, let's see if I know this. No, you don't have oh, it on right. the crocs. Well, I didn't touch anything, Robin. Hang uh, on, let me put it, let me put it down here now, so to speak. You know this song. Yes, I do. I don't. Da, da, da. As Jerry don't Jones and Jason you. Garrett said, no. We don't talk anymore, oh, baby. Right. Yeah, baby. Come on, Cliff. Cliff Richard, baby, not Richard. K. Collins checking in 21. We don't talk anymore. He knew it. Exactly. Hold on. I got to hear the hook when the hook comes in. Tony, you got the drums out? Oh, yeah. He's yeah. Got a, we got him a uh, five-year-old desk drum set. 
little hi hat. Let me get a little hi hat. I love Cliff Richard. He has a lot of great songs. Cliff Richard, not Richard. And not Richard. You were the lonely one. comes to letting me go. Time Life presents Sounds of the 70s. <laughs> Richard Deck, When's the hook coming? Right here. It's so funny. It's so funny. How we don't talk anymore. Bitch. I gotta get out of here. I think I'm gonna lose it. I don't have my sound drops. I'm just gonna save my drops. I even prepped the desk so that you could have your soundboard if you wanted it. Did you see that? How considerate am I? Yeah, but I, I forgot it. Oh, you hear that symbol? That's the hi hat, man. No, that's a symbol. <laughs> Tony with his tongue sticking out. Play Action Reel said, this song has a certain je ne sais quoi. <laughs> <laughs> that was for you, Luigi. Thank you. Learning French. Yeah. He had, another, he had a couple other hits. That's, that's great Cliff Richard knowledge. Parlez-vous un peu français? I Un guarantee you, there's no a, boy, a man and a cat. And a cat. <laughs> that's Very good. Very Very good. good. There's only one thing you have to learn first and foremost in French. Right. It's voulez-vous coucher avec moi? Avec. Avec moi. Menage et toi. No, well, that's, that's, well, that, that comes later. One too. That comes later. That's we, basically... Uh, we at the same time. Yeah. Exactly. That They're comes here. later. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi et une autre Exactly, and another. Exactly. And another. So me and another would be et une autre. Et un chien. No dogs allowed, No dogs allowed in that I'm learning. I'm learning quick. Un homme mange en Un homme mange en ranch. Okay. I want to... Man eating an orange. I'm learning slowly. I'm learning from. Why are you learning what French? Are, where are you learning this from? I'm learning it. Are you on going on Duolingo? Duolingo yeah. is great. Yeah. Yes. I'm learning. Duolingo. Duolingo. The French kiss is the That's first thing you learn on that one. Well, I'm a master at that. Je brother. suis très impress. Okay. You know, I was actually pretty fluent. Je suis très. You know, Robbie. Impress. Je suis très. Oh, You're impressed. Yeah. I'm very impressed. Oh, there we go. Nice. Very I'm, good. Learning. I'm on well. basics two right now. That's where good I'm at. Good job. You know, I learned a lot of French, Robin, when I had a French girlfriend. I for know. A of years. You, you. I went to Paris with her twice. Oh, good for I'm, you. I'm ordering off the menu in French restaurants. Yeah, but they're bringing you all the wrong stuff. <laughs> no, I'm not. And of course, the most important thing you must say when you're in a French restaurant at the end of the meal. You know what that is, Robin? Uh, Let's see if you know. Oh, no, yeah. no, 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 no. That's what you say in an Italian oh, restaurant yeah. when the Brajol yeah, burn. No, when they bring the check. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> what is it? I can even do my own live rim shot. No, actually, it's no. Here's what you say when they bring the check. Mavafungul, mink. Or, or my dad's favorite, Maduzi Malad. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh, speaking of Italian, yeah. Tony, I, when, before I got here, in the fridge right now, what do you I got? Went, I, because, you know, we got, we're going to have uh, New Year's Eve dinner. Prime I rib, went and picked, I went and picked up the lamb lollipops. Lamb lollipops? So, like, lamb lollipops, like, I'm ready to marinate for overnight. Are they bad or good, oh, baby? Bad. We need to... I, oh, we got a phone call? Yeah, we have a phone call, but I also want to ask, is it okay if we change it to New Year's Day rather than New Year's Eve? Oh, yeah. I don't know. We'll talk. We'll discuss after. Why? What happened? It's so funny. We don't talk anymore. Um, we don't. Uh, what happened? Gosh, on New Year's Eve? you're you're the people with face masks are going crazy yeah, what right happened now. On New Year's Eve. We'll talk. It's just I don't know. I, again, I'm the last person to know anything. <laughs> okay. 
This I'm the bullshit. last person to find out anything involving my own life. And that's bullshit. Now we have a phone call, Tony Bruno, for well, the first time in quite some time. Whatever. Let's go to the phones. 215-462. Tony. Tony. 215-462-8669. Exactly right. Who's on the line? Hello. What up, Tony? What up, Miss Robin? What up, Luigi? This is Bearcat AJ in Cincinnati. What yo. up, yo? How about your Cincinnati Bengals? No quit in them. They're the guy. They're responsible for getting, of course, the great Freddie Kitchens fired. Exactly. Well, I'm no longer a Bengals fan. I became a Seattle Seahawks fan. I almost became an Eagle fan. I was down to do those two fan bases, so I can't wait on Sunday for that. That so you're going to be rooting against the Philadelphia Eagles, against the 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 dastardly bad coach. AJ, I I'm I'm a, I have to say I'm disappointed. If you are going to jump ship, and you had two to choose from, the Eagles and the Seahawks, Seahawks and you went with Seahawks after being because a fan of Tony Bruno's for who knows how long, and you went with the Seahawks. But here's here's my explanation why. Just I would uh, love to hear this. Seahawks, because Russ, because of Russell Wilson. Because Russell I Wilson love Russell Wilson. Was, I love Russ. was born in my. Not too many people know this. Russell Wilson was born in my hometown of Cincinnati, Ohio. Even though he only lived here for like his only first only you know one year, because most people associate Russell Wilson with Richmond, Virginia. But he was born in Cincinnati, Ohio, and he wears my favorite number three. And, but I, but hey, I still. Wait a minute, my son, my oldest son, AJ Bruno, an expecting father, mm-hmm. uh, was born in Birmingham, Alabama. Yeah, and and by the and way, and so do we? Do I call him? You know, do a, I do I uh, go out hunting with him? No, but when the Tony, baby's born, he's gonna yell, "Roll Tide!" <laughs> <laughs> Tony, Tony, I, I, AJ, this yeah. is there. I have a very good reason as to why this is not sound thinking on your part, because Russell Wilson could. Go to a different team. He would. He could have been a and Philadelphia then, Eagle, wow. right? And if then, the stinking Seahawks didn't jump ahead of him, and the Eagles settled for Nick Foles. Remember that? And AJ's getting mean, destroyed right now. I, impeach him. Let impeach. me finish my damn segment. Sorry. Is that mean? Segment. I can't speak. Sentence. <laughs> Does this mean that you're going to then jump ship again if nope, he goes uh, to a this, different team? Nope, this is- Nope, this is my last and final team. I'm, you know, sticking with because. What if he comes uh, to the I Eagles? Heard- He's not coming to the Eagles. I'm just putting it one in. But I'll still, I'll still be, I'll still be rooting for the, for the Seahawks. Uh, I, because at least I believe in their ownership. At least they don't meddle or they're not cheap. Like unlike my Cincinnati Bengals, where you know I felt like uh, they weren't, they, they were always stuck on Groundhog Day. Look at all the past players. Once they left the Bengals uh, and went to play for another team. They they like the you know ownership and this past year you know you've had you know Carson Palmer ripping Mike Brown you had Melissa Whitworth the the wife of uh, Andrew Whitworth saying you know they were disrespected so I, there's yeah, no doubt I the two got- the two Ohio NFL franchises both have a lot of bad baggage starting from the ownership group all yep. the way down unfortunately that's the sad reality there you know who's had more we're wasted number one draft picks the Cleveland, than the, the Cleveland, Cleveland Browns, Browns at the quarterback hard. position. Now, again, I'm not giving up on Baker Mayfield, although I wish they would stop running 
the progressive insurance ones where he's getting the stadium ready for the next yeah, day. I'm expecting like 68,000 people. Yeah, you're, you're expecting <laughs> nothing now. You're expecting a new coach. I'm not, I'm not going to blame the guy because everybody does commercials when they're famous. But, the, you know, there's ones that you don't – you stop running at a certain point. I believe the Cleveland Browns, Baker Mayfield, progressive insurance, cleaning up and fixing the stadium ones have jumped the shark yeah, at a little this point. Bit. Time to move on. I think all the Cleveland Brown love has jumped the shark, just like that damn team has jumped the shark. It was real cute for about a, what, about a week when they first started the season, and they found out the wheels fell off very, very, very quickly. Exactly. exactly. But, AJ, I hear you, man, but I said it last night on Twitter, and I got ripped all over the place, that I think the Eagles, when they played the Seahawks here a few weeks ago, they turned the ball over, and they lost the game. Because Russell Wilson, and when you look at the Seahawks and you watch them last night, they still had a chance to win that game, even though they couldn't stop the 49ers. They couldn't stop Debo. They couldn't stop the, the fullback from going downfield and yeah, scoring a touchdown. So, to me, yep. Russell Wilson, as much as we give Carson Wentz heat, but we give him credit because he found guys that actually caught the ball who were practice squad. Do you realize that all 34 points scored by the Philadelphia Eagles last night were scored by practice squad players? All the points came because the practice squad players scored. Even Jake Elliott was a practice squad guy. Every single point was the result of guys who were on the practice squad. Which sounds like, to me, management's pretty darn good. Management did a good job of bringing in guys to sit there. And and by the way, the Seahawks have, have Russell Wilson basically carries that team from all of its other weaknesses. Their offensive line is not very good. Not at all. He gets. He only got sacked once. He got smashed a lot in that game. He got hit nine times violently, and he still bounces up and goes out there and does it again. And you saw late in the game, there were throws in the end zone. He had guys open under pressure. I mean, they had five shots from in, from the six-yard line to score, and they threw it every single time. And then the one bad coaching decision that Pete Carroll made, they get to the one-yard line, remember? It looked like it was going to be a touchdown. Ball's down at the one, and then and then uh, Russell Wilson comes up and spikes the ball to stop the clock. Remember, they're in the last 30 seconds uh-huh. of the game. So instead of calling a time, they bring out beast mode at the yep. one-yard line. Well, this is the brilliant thing to do, making up for the dumb mistake in the Super Bowl when they threw it on <laughs> down there. So what do they do? They bring him out from the one-yard line, knowing that he's going to jump over the top and yep. win the game, and they allow the a delay a game penalty. How do you not call a timeout? When you know you're at the one-yard line and you're first and goal and you got beast mode there. Because he's Pete Carroll. Pete Carroll. I think Seattle was out of time. Not that no, they weren't out of time. No, they were not. Uh, or they had one. They, had, they had one. one. I don't... They remember, they had three timeouts left, which is good because, you know, a lot of times the Seahawks don't. They had – remember, they got the ball. I wrote this all down. They got the ball back with three minutes and 36 seconds left. And they still they didn't get the ball back. They got there was three minutes and thirty six seconds left on the clock. Okay. They're down five points, so they know they need a touchdown to take the lead and win the game. They're working the clock perfectly because they let it run down, and people wondering if they're going to score is San Francisco going to have enough time and get the field goal that they would need to come back and win the game. So what happens? Russell Wilson, I mentioned nine hits. Pass protection was not good. They don't have their left tackle. And he still finds ways to move around and make plays. He's unbelievable that way. They had three timeouts down five with 3.36 to go. They got to the one-yard line. They spiked the ball. Beast mode comes in, and they get a delay of game penalty at the one and now have to move back to the six 
Still first down, first and goal, but they have to take beast mode out because now right. they have to throw the ball from the six-yard line with no timeouts left. And Russell Wilson made a couple of hurry throws. He had guys open in the end zone and couldn't hit them. So all quarterbacks make mistakes, and all guys drop balls, and all guys don't get the ball thrown right to them. But to me, that was a Pete Carroll decision last night. You cannot, you cannot not score from the one-yard line when you got the ball. And, and even though Russell Wilson came up and did the right thing by spiking the ball, it stops the clock. Right. How do you not have the next play ready and guys out yeah, there? Yeah, you can't have a delay again. How do you Come bring the show, How do you bring beast mode out at the one-yard line and then stand around and lollygag right. and let the clock run? Play Everyone clock run out. Everyone knows where it's on. going. It's going to get handed off to them. There, there is no, there is no excuse for having the play clock run out of you, run out on you down at the one-yard line, especially coming out of a timeout. No, I, I know you're saying that they, they they did run out of timeouts, but they did spike the ball. The spiking the that ball is basically the a thirty-second timeout, right? And you bring out beast mode, and he's right there on the field. So this, and you don't get a playoff from the one yard yeah, you line. You have to. It's inexcusable. That, that was a killer right there. Some water. Yeah, that's a. Killer. You got water? Need some water? Need some water, please. So. I need water. I need some water. I would not. You be can root. For, you know, I always know. bust your chop. We, we uh, you can root for whoever you want to, man. I'm, I'm, you know, I get. No, I can't. Yes, I'm, just, can. I'm very disappointed, AJ. If you're going to jump well, ship. I wanna, hey, I, hey, I'm still a fan of Jason K- Kelsey because he went to my alumni, University of Cincinnati. I, I was rooted for, you know, the Eagles because of the players that, you know, went to my alumni, like Trent Cole. Brent, Brent Selleck. Selleck. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad see, see all the people that you have on there? How many Cincinnati, you? how many University of Cincinnati players are on the Seattle Seahawks? None, but hey, Russell Wilson was born in my city, so and, was, and, I, and, I, and I, I always rooted for him. I liked him when he was in both NC State and Wisconsin. And I even told my, you know, a friend who was from Washington State, I said, if Russell wins the starting quarterback job in 2012, they're going to play, going to the playoffs that year. And I was right. And then all of a sudden, yeah, I granted it was their defense that helped them win the first Super, but still, Russell is still. You know, when he needed to make the plays, he made the plays. And Marshawn Lynch was a, you know, big part of that, you know, Super Bowl run when they won in 2013. I'm giving you a hard time. No, I hear you, man. It's good. You know, I said yesterday that I think the Eagles can beat Seattle here, and people thought I was crazy. You see what the line is? It opened Eagles one-point favorites, and then immediately the money started coming in on Seattle. So Seattle's a a one-and-a-half-point favorite. What does that tell you? That tells you that even Vegas and the gambling public knows the Eagles have a shot to win this game at home. It's that simple. It's that simple. It doesn't matter what you, whether you're 9-7. and seven. It's 0-0. Oh and oh. I know everybody's going to hear this. They're both teams are coming in with a fresh slate. It doesn't have matter what happens. I nickel winner. They might have delayed on the Eagles. Tony, we have another phone call, by the way. So. All right, AJ. Let me, uh, thanks for, thanks for, thanks for, thanks for checking home. in, man. Hey, Andrew, listen, Happy you can New Year root, to you, buddy. You can root for anybody you want. Don't tell people what to root or root for. You, you know what, though, Tony? But A.J. in Cincinnati is mad at me, though. I mean, AJ, not A.J. A.J. in San Antonio What's he mad is at you mad for? at me because I picked – because the Eagles – when the Eagles beat the Cowboys, I wasn't going crazy. I had to run naked when the Eagles beat the Cowboys. You see what you had to do. But he's he's mad, and like our buddy Bruce Street, all these Cowboy fans get mad at me. I didn't I didn't denounce the Cowboys. You, you guys are denouncing your own team. All I did last week was saying all the people that were making excuses for Dak Prescott because his her shoulder was hurt. Yeah, he was hurt. But it, everybody's hurt at this time of the year. Right. But he still had his weapons. He still had his running back. He still had Michael Gallup. He still had Zeke Elliott. He still had Amari exactly. Cooper. Exactly. Yep. And then Amari Cooper said this week that he was 
he, he, the fact that he wasn't on the field was because of the scheme, and he disagreed with the scheme. No. And so that's, a co- that's, that's coaches not being on the same wavelength, just like Zeke on the sideline deciding that he didn't want to go in. He wanted to give himself a blow in an important situation where Pollard then fumbles the ball when he goes in, gets stripped by a smarter defensive lineman like Fletcher Cox. You're seeing Brandon Graham. As, as bad as the Eagles are hurt, Brandon Graham, Fletcher Cox, Timmy Malcolm Jenkins. Yep. All three of those veteran guys. Even Jernigan made some plays. But I'm mm-hmm. talking about the three core guys that have been here the longest. Guys with Super Bowl rings and guys who oh, yeah, that it up. defense. I told you. It has nothing to do with the Amish. The defense got to win this game. The defense won that game. That was a defensive win. Yeah. By the Shut way, down Mr. The Ball on Twitch chat room is saying, AJ, you are, you are right and Tony is wrong. So wait. So when, when, when Beast Mode comes out That's onto Mickey. the field, when he comes out, to line up at the one-yard line. They had just spiked the ball. He was out there instantly. And then they somehow can't get a playoff, regardless of whether they don't have a timeout or not. Obviously, they didn't because that's why he spiked the ball. Right. Tony, this is yours, by the way. So the point is, how do you not get a playoff in 24 seconds after you have the guy that you want out there and then right. get a delay of game putting you back at the six-yard line. That's the point. There's no That's way. the bottom line. You don't line. have to worry about personnel change. You don't have to worry exactly. about scheme. Everything is on the field as it is. All you have to do is walk up and snap the ball, and you can't get the playoff coming out of that time, that stoppage. For, all right, we don't have to say timeout. You spike the ball. Out of the stoppage, like you said, it's a 30-second timeout. The get the damn playoff, and you win the game. All right, Robert, relax. I know there's somebody on the line. I, I think I know who it is. I hear breathing. I hate to go Gary Radnich on you. This is what Gary Radnich was due to his producer, Mike. Mike, Remember Mike Holler? When Mike Holler would, would point to Gary Radnich on KNBR in San Francisco, and she would give him signs, and, and he would scream, I know, I know what we got to do next. I pulled a Gary Radnich right there. Well, Robin's about to pull a, a gat on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> because that was a little unnecessary, man. Jeez. I understand how this works, Robin. I'm Calm sorry. Down. Have, a, have a glass of water or something, man. Yeah, you want some hey. water? Hey, what's the? Uh, you don't have take it machine. easy. You get a heart attack. Right? Yeah, where Seriously, do you have your it would machine? be one thing if I was constantly bugging right. you about it, but I just let you. I hear people breathing on the phone. Well, I didn't know because you were on a rant. I didn't know if you were able to hear it. Why over can't your you let the rant talking? finish? When you ran it, you, I let you finish. I, I, Luigi I doesn't let you finish. I didn't interrupt you. I let everybody you. finish, all right? <laughs> That's Even the thing. When, like, when I watch porn, I wait till the guy's done, too, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I let everybody finish. I well, because the woman's you. never finished. Women just fakes it. Well, just, yeah, yeah, yeah. But even when I'm done, I let him finish, too, all right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm a gentleman. Jesus And Christ. I just want to <laughs> note, Tony, you interrupted yourself. I know I did. By the way, if anybody's wondering, this is what life is like outside of radio. This is how we get down. Yeah. This, this is what it is. This right? is not just a radio shtick. No. This is real life. We yell at each other in real life. This isn't fantasy where FanDuel's giving you bad information an hour before kickoff. No. This is reality. This is Tony yelling at Robin, Robin yelling back at Tony, then they hug and make, kiss and make up. Then I come in there, they yell at me, I yell back at them, and this is how it works. Exactly. Oh, I just understand. Yeah. I was just trying to figure out what, well, why on the line S. Falcons now? 39s was highlighted in the chat room all the time, and he paid. So apparently you can pay uh, bits so that your message is highlighted. Oh, and wow, I did to not see. know oh, that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. Priority. Pay to play. It's like Luigi almost did last Basically, the, the, yeah. yeah, right, the other day. <laughs> <laughs> he said, he said you want, you want, you gave me the jerk-off symbol. I was like, I'm a cop. She said cookies. How, and how are, how is that cookies? Like No, because she just, no, she went like this. She went, she, 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 she was going like this. Right, Robin? Uh-huh. And I said, I'm a cop. She went, cookies. <laughs> like, she threw her hand up in the <laughs> air, like, cookies. All righty, <laughs> then. Said, no, I don't want no goddamn cookies. By the way, yes, it is Trevor in the 203. 
What up, Tony? What up, Luigi? What up, Mr. Robbins? Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Merry New Year. Happy, happy New Year. Year. Merry New happy Year. Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Happy, happy, happy playoffs. And uh, apparently happy endings. Yeah. Well, <laughs> almost. <laughs> almost. That is the greatest thing ever, Luigi. I'm, I'm a cop. Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft would be proud of you. Robert Kraft would give me one of those. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You get Robert back in Kraft there and you finish, young man. Right now. Did they have cameras? Did you look around? What's that? Did you look around to see if there were any cameras Hell in this place? No, there are no cameras. Clean a shower I've ever seen in my entire life, though. Very I nice. hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, now did you drive Meanwhile. down to the Meadowlands from Connecticut? He did. I yes, I did. That life stadium took over by me and my buddies, and I found a lot. Was there? Got down there one one thirty. My buddy took the train up, and we just had a grand old time. A bunch of Eagle fans, and we took over a lot. A parking lot, and we were at lower level seats. We had a grand old time. Yeah, and everybody was wet. It looked like everybody was behaving. I didn't see the mm-hmm. gratuitous, you know, one shot of one moron fighting another moron that you see every week in stadiums now. No, we had enough we had of that two, around the we city. Had, yeah. We had two morons trying to fight me and my buddy Robin. Like some people went by, I was like, you don't want these two guys at all. They really don't want your that action. Right Did the now. giant bands get salty when uh, the Eagles broke the seventeen seventeen tie and? Started playing the beat down, and the defense started getting to a Danny Dimes repeatedly, yeah, regularly. That's when that's when all the Giants fans started leaving. We did do the na 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 ha ha hey hey goodbye to them. It was great to say that, and we all started moving down to lower levels, and the security guys were not too happy about that at all as well. But I got to give you know when we, we were in Washington a couple of weeks ago, I, we didn't see any pushing and shoving. Redskin fans, you know, they knew their season was over. And they played a good game, and they had a chance to win it, and the Eagles come back and get the win and the cover on well, the last play. I'll tell you what, though, man. Yes. It wasn't for, for, for not trying. Your son, A.J., man, he is a trash talker extraordinaire. Yeah, friend. but he was talking to a couple of housewives in front of him. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that was all right. Four housewives, A-plus, A-plus. Oh, you talking about the one with the dyed oh. hair, too? Yeah, they were yeah. nice people. Yes. There yes, were women, but they, you know, and they were, and by the, but, you know, during the game, A.J. was, you know, was yelling, but he wasn't yelling profanity. He wasn't She looked being, like Rod Stewart. Yeah, she was cute. She, no, she was. She looked like Rod Stewart. I would have done her by you the end. You'd have done anything day. by that time. You had two Coronas. I would have done the friend. And stateside vodka. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Oh, but I'm going to say that wrestling game was so much fun to sit next to you and Luigi and your son, AJ, and Tony. That People usually like have to pay to sit next to me at sporting events, mm-hmm. whether it's on my couch. Well, it was a Redskins game. Nobody had to pay to get in there, Well, Tony. that's true, yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, where's your little... That, that, that made I need more room for my drum here. Watch a sports game up here. Tony, you do not. What is this? That is your Christmas present. Oh, okay. So when we get off the phone with AJ, with uh, Trevor, I'm going to open this up. We're going to have a What's in the Box segment. Nice. Uh, this is a very a nice bag. I'm about to give a What's in a Box to my two coworkers who are Cowboy fans. Though. A box that's wrapped up with absolutely nothing in it because they're both Cowboy fans. That's a good job out of you. How about that? Absolutely. You know, I don't get why don't people are blaming Eagle fans for the Cowboys' failures or Cowboy fans are blaming Eagle fans for the Eagles' failures. You know, the bottom line is this was a crappy division. The, the, the Eagles, remember, at the beginning of the year, the Eagles were, were a team that was supposed to be contending for this division. It wasn't like everybody Absolutely. picked the Cowboys. The Eagles had all the offensive weapons. Carson Wentz was healthy again. You know, they brought in Deshaun Jackson. You know, he, he goes deep in his first game, and right. then he gets hurt. And so the Eagles were supposed to be a playoff team at yes, the they beginning. Were. And so were the Cowboys. And technically, they both could have been playoff teams if they both didn't have a 
crappy seasons and go into what into was the talk? The talk was who was going to get who, who was going to win a division and who was going to be the wild card team that comes out of the division. Exactly. That was the talk. And then you had the West with three good teams in it. You know, and you had the NFC North with two good teams in it making the playoffs in the Vikings. The Bears and the Packers. are supposed to be great. They spit the bit. Yeah, the Rams didn't make the playoffs. And so, as easy as it looks, to, w- to get into the playoffs three straight years when your starting quarterback missed a, a, a good portion of two of them, and he really didn't miss a good portion. Remember, he only missed the last four games of 2017 because he got hurt in that Rams game, which was like mm-hmm. 14 weeks. No, there were 13-2 and two when he got hurt, mm-hmm. right? So it's not yeah. like everybody thinks that if Carson Wentz stayed healthy, he wouldn't have been able to finish the job. Remember, and, and I, you know who did this? And he had a great tweet last night from ESPN, former Temple great, former Temple player and one of the ESPN anchors. Uh, I can't think of his name now, and it's bothering me. because I, 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 actually, I actually tweeted back to him. He said, in ni- 2017, the Eagles had Nick Foles and all the starters and win the Super Bowl. 2019, the Eagles have Carson Wentz and none of the starters, and now we'll see what happens. They win the NFC East, and that's exactly what happened. Hey, actually, Carson Wentz, yeah. Nick Foles didn't have a bunch of pr- uh, practice squad players out there winning the Super Bowl. I lo- he had the main weapons. I love the fact that, um, the, that, again, I love the fact that teams like Tennessee are in it this year. Yeah, because Derrick oh, yeah. Henry is a monster. It's not, well, get, duh. It's not just that. It's the fact that there's, like, now there's just, it's, it's a little bit of a change. You know what I mean? There's just different yeah. teams. The Rams are out. Tennessee's in kind of a thing. Uh, New England's got to fight for their, got to fight for their right to continue on because they don't have the first round bug. They always do. So they got to play first a tough Tennessee team. 2009. Yeah, exactly, man. The Buffalo Bills are in the damn playoffs, which is fantastic. I love that. San Fran's back. Exactly. It's great. This is great. You got, you got great. the classic powerhouse teams of like oh. who have the first two seeds of the Packers and Niners. You get the West Coast crowd, and you get those late games meaning something usually. That's like fa- you have, we have two, you have two West Coast teams on the like in the playoffs for the NFC side, oh, not the AFC. But yeah. hey, it's going to be a great playoff season. It for is going to be a great fun to watch. Fa- I'm going. I'm going to the game Sunday already, so I got it. Oh, beautiful! So. You got tickets? I'm going. Yeah, I got tickets. I am amazed I got in. <laughs> That's what she said. Well, that's what she said. <laughs> S Falcon39 says, Luigi, where's the dog? Let me tell you something about my dog. My dog is about in love with my trash can. So, Robin, I went on that little weight, that, that my little camera that you told me to buy, uh-huh. my penny cam. Yeah. And I watched her going into the trash can. So I turned the mic button on. And I was like, Penny, no. And she was like, hmm? And she stopped. And she turned around. She got this weird look on her face. She's like, Penny, you're in big, big trouble. And she's just, like, looking around, like, where's the noise coming from? And just dart it into the bedroom. Good. No, I told you, if she has Golden Retriever in her, she is a trash dog. Like, they are dumpster divers. I know. I got to put the trash can in the uh, the bathroom. They eat anything. Cats do it, too. Our cats knock over little little, uh, waste baskets if there's, Mm -hmm. like, a... A cookie yeah, wrapper or something in there. But they don't go in it, and they they don't. No, I mean, they don't trash. She the whole does it out of yeah. spite. She's mad that I'm leaving. Oh no, no, no! And then she's also she's also kind of mad because she's on a diet now. Yeah, no, she's a little the, pissed they off will they will look at, and yeah. they eat stuff that they are not supposed yeah. to eat. I don't want to raise they, no fat joint. No, but it, the problem is that they'll eat like stuff like if there's something really you good in a, a pla- yeah. in a plastic wrapper, then she'll eat the entire plastic wrapper. It gets in her gut, and it can cause all sorts of issues. Yeah, it's bad. That's not good. That's for Luigi. That's for Luigi who used the word John on the show. I'm going to start a, in the new decade, which is coming up in two days, because with New Year's Eve, Eve, December 30th, there will be certain words that will not be allowed on this show in the 2020. Used it. The word John will not be allowed to be uttered on this show. I like it. From Jan- I agree. I'll, I'll cut you some slack today, although I did give you a bump, bump, the bump. 
But right now, <laughs> I am going to say it. 2020, there will be a list of banned words on this show. And John will be that, one of them. Can we get George can Carlin get to come back from the dead and give us the banned words? Can we get that in a tweet so we could, everyone can retweet it so everyone knows what, what words are not cool to use anymore? Yeah, we'll give the new seven, the new seven words. The shark. Oh, definitely. John well. jumped the shark 10 years ago. John was never a word with me. I don't even know where you know it came from. I don't from. like either. The whole stupid, like the whole, you know, no one likes us, we don't care. I don't if like no that. No one either. likes us, uh, then why the fuck go. do you even that say anything about go. it? Like, if you don't care. I hate that term. I hate the we ready. I hate oh, we yeah. ready. I hate no one likes us, we don't care. I hate mm-hmm. John. And I'm a Philly guy. There's nobody more Philly than me. What it is is what it is. That's got to Yeah, go. but that's Charlie Manuel. I mean, come on. That's got to go. That's what it is. No, no, what Charlie Manuel drives. What it is is what it is. I gotta, exactly. I, and I can't stand it. At the end of the day, that's Brian Westbrook's go-to. Well, at the end of the day, 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 it's the same thing getting repeated over and over and over again, At the Brian. end of the day, it's night, and it gets dark. Yeah, exactly. At the end of it's the getting day, light. Yes. how about them Cowboys? <laughs> yes, indeed. Goodbye, at the end Cowboys. of the day, I love this wide receiver group. <laughs> So, but I agree, though, here, uh, sorry to interrupt you, Trev, but um, people are complaining that you did not bring Penny over. I agree. Whenever you come to our house. I told you yesterday to bring the damn. You said you were going to come and watch the game with us. It should just and bring be a the given. dog. I didn't want to come watch the game just in case things started going south. And then Why? When, when, the, when things go south, who's better to watch a game with? Who's better to watch a game with when things go south? Well, yes. you know what I, and we don't <laughs> care. We don't really. We care more about Penny than about you. I know. So we exactly. need to bring her. You need to bring her over. All right. I'll bring her over. That's fine. Jesus. Luigi was trying to keep the good mo- mojo going for the Eagles. That's right. Penny and I were sitting on the couch relaxing. I'm trying to cash some checks, man. What the hell? <laughs> okay, Boomer's got to go too. In yeah, Boomer's got to go. Yeah, that all the young, show. all these young guys, all these. I'll say it now, the millennials, they go out there and say, "Okay, Boomer," because they don't want to listen to anything sound logic that's being told to them by someone that's older. Remember how, like, you know, respect your elders or like, you know, elderly people know know a little bit more than you do because yes. they've been around the block. How about this? How about okay, douchebag, shut your mouth. How about that? That's what I I'm usually cool respond. <laughs> I can't stand oh, people that say, "Okay, Boomer." At the Eagles game yesterday, I was tailgating. I had my boss call me to cover for someone at work yesterday. I had a phone call from my boss from higher up. Wow. To go. Yeah, and I told him, like, do you know where, I'm at, where I am? He did not know. It was pretty hilarious. Beautiful, man. Ladies and gentlemen, right, he's a, he's a diehard. Trev. He goes everywhere. I think he even drove all the way out to Anaheim and watched the Flyers win in overtime over the Ducks last night. Good and got job back. Out of I, wish I, had that. I wish I had a private jet for that. How many miles your car got on it, Trevor? Seriously. 162,000. Thank you so much uh, for all the texts and everything that you sent while I was, going, while I was gone this last I got to put an APB out. On who? Thank you. AJ in San Antonio. Is he really that man? And Dean. And Dean, by the way. No, no, Dean's Dean's, Dean's like like the Cowboy fans that go into hiding after their team. They won yesterday. They won. They played well. But anyway. (laughs) Bye, bye guys. All right. See you, Trevor. There's Trevor in the two. I like that. I'm worried about it because AJ's one of our – he's not just a a Cowboy fan who I go back and forth with. There's there's much – there's mutual respect. I respect all the Cowboy fans who who tweet on the show and – and her fans, I don't have a problem. I don't, I don't call them out. I don't get in their faces. What's in the box? I, I let, I let Skip Bayless and hold Stephen on, A. Hold on, hold on, on. We're gonna do a what's in the box uh, update. Let's, but we have to do it right. Oh, Bob from Valley Forest. Dean is swimming with the Dolphins today, Tony. Yeah. Where is he? In fact, let me text old Dean. Oh, hi No, the best part. Are you? Is it the mail time? Did you hit that? Here's the mail, it never...
What's in the box? All right, now, so it's it not really male. Yeah, I know, it's not really male, but it's what's in the Luigi's box. Luigi's really and male. I mean, he wouldn't have gotten an invitation to get a, to get a, what do you call it? A handy. A handy. <laughs> Handy. <laughs> you want? <laughs> I'm a cop. <laughs> she didn't do the. Uh, what do we? What? 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 Anything you want, kind of. Anything thing? you want? No, man. I told you it was just like the handy was the first one. And she, did she name a price? I thought the. She said. Uh, she said you. You. you uh, she said you. You want? You know. You know. Forty dollars. <laughs> and I was just like. Forty dollars. Cop. <laughs> kidding me? Like cookies. I wouldn't even give myself forty dollars, and I know how to do it better than anybody. Oh, <laughs> what's <in the> box? <laughs> myself, at least. I mean, I, who knows how to please oneself yeah, no. better than oneself? I would hope. I would hope that everybody knows how to masturbate really well. You should. If not, I will be more than happy to help. What's in the box? Well, for oh, what's in the box? And of course, our buddy Steve in Detroit. He said, "Wait a minute, what's in the so box? A uh, six-pack of White Claws?" Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Why does everyone think I drink White? Claws? I drink club soda with a lime when I'm on air. What's in the fucking box? All right, he's opening it now. This Relax. Is, Mary, it, it's nothing major, Luigi. It's just it that we darks? didn't get to see you at Christmas time. And uh, we saw you yesterday, but it was um, at work, so. Oh, it just hit me in the coons. What is this? The Nocturnal Journal, a late-night explanation of what's really on your mind. You know, you're going through all sorts of stuff. Mm -hmm. You oftentimes wake up. When well, Nocturnal Journal, that's my, uh, that's my, uh, oh, my handle. An air vent holder for my phone. And look what color it is. It matches your my car. car. Oh, very cool. Because Dunkishin. Mama Robin is not happy about how often you drop your phone when you're driving and texting. I'm not texting. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is very cool. Thank you very much. The Nocturnal Journal. That was my late-night radio DJ name. <laughs> <laughs> Where are you on these scales? Rigid, adaptable. Well, yesterday he was almost rigid until yeah, the woman wanted to know if he wanted a handy. It was well, actually last week. I was waiting, I was waiting to, to tell the story. You waited till today to tell the story? Wow. I'm impressed that you were able to hold it in that long. That's what she said. That's what she said. <laughs> I gotta play another clip. Literally, that's what she said. I gotta play another, um, another Cliff Richard song here. Richard Drank, PhD, says I went to school with a girl they called Hand Job Ann. Well, who didn't? Well, I think I think I school. <laughs> Let me get another. You think uh, I wanted to go I'm watch? Sorry. You think I wanted to go see Titanic? <laughs> Seriously, you think I really wanted to go? If you if you have a girlfriend and all she's gonna do is a hand job, that's pretty. Lame. That's true. Is that first base? Well, is that listen, second with base? With all due respect, the lady and I weren't dating. That's true. Is that, is that cheating? What? Getting a handy? From getting somebody? a handy? Yes. Ooh. It is? Yeah. yeah. Didn't Bill Clinton say oral sex wasn't cheating? Yeah, he okay. lied. Well, we all do. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. can you yeah, bring this cheating. up again, Robin? I have another Cliff Richard song that I want to play for the kids. This is another big, big monster hit from Cliff Richard. Not Cliff Richard, formerly with the Dallas Cowboys. Here it is. Formerly Those match my car perfectly. Remember this song, Robin? I know. Play Action Reels as everybody knew Anne. Then later she became Anne the Lesbian. Did you break it? Tambourine action here. 
She's I've never heard this song. You're full of shit. What? No way you have not heard this song. Never heard it. Oh my god. Get you from behind. See, she wears a strap on. Oh, That's you why she's a devil. <laughs> Surprise! Oh, it is 2020. Come on, Cliff Richard was the shit, man. I don't know, man. I can't believe you've never heard Devil Woman. I'm starving. You got any snacks? Lots of snacks upstairs. I'm going with the snacks. Nobody plays a better variety of Cliff Richard. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> Dude. Not Cliff Huxtable. He's still in the big house. Chilling. <sighs> Meanwhile, we got to play. The, I, I sent you one audio yes. cut today. And again, yes, I have a man crush. I'm not ashamed to well, admit it's, it. It's a mutual. It's, it's a mutual it's a, man crush society. It's a society. mutual admiration society between the two of you, for sure. Yes. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. I've been saying it for years. Not because I know him. Not because he knows me. Not because I like him. Not because he says he likes me, but because he quite simply is the best. Uno momento, por favor. Because he does not just NFL, not just NBA, not just Fanatics commercials on TV for the finest gear. Because he can do two football games at the same time. Chiefs at the same time. No, two football games at the same time. This is yesterday. Now, Kevin Harlan is who I'm talking about. Kevin Harlan was in Kansas City doing the Chiefs game against the San Diego Chargers. I'm looking for a lightning bolt. And what happens? Near the end of the game, with the Chargers now comfortably up 10 points again, and the Chargers, give them credit, they were pulling out oh, all the stops, going yeah. forward on fourth down. They were trying to find a way to stay in the game, and they did. Then it was 31-21, and then all of a sudden, on the big screen, at Kansas City Stadium at, uh, what's the name of that place there? Kauffman Stadium? Arrowhead? Arrowhead, hello. Crock of shit. Not at 11th and more, Charlie's Bar, which is a big Kansas City Chiefs bar. You know where that is, right, Louis? Yeah, I pass it every time I'm on my way to your house. 11th and McKean is uh, Charlie's Saloon. I pass it on my way to your house all the time. Legit Chief, that's the legit Chief Bar in the city. Yeah, they, you can watch the Eagles game there, but you got to watch it on a little TV in the back. Okay, exactly. I'm now I'm ready. So Kevin Harlan's doing the Chiefs game, and then all of a sudden, he sees it on the big screen. Andy Reid sees it on the big screen. And then he does how many games at the same time? Two games at the same time. Not four. Not yet. This is Kevin Harlan yesterday on CBS. And the crowd now knows it. What a throw by Fitzpatrick. What a touchdown run by Williams on the last weekend of the regular season in the NFL. If the Chiefs win and New England loses, the Chiefs will be the two seed. They'll get the bye, and they'll have a home game the next weekend. I'm getting confused. What game are you calling? I'm calling both games. I love it. Yeah. Here was the <laughs> and the crowd. All right. How great is that? I'm uh, calling we, both games. Can we get a, um, can we get a, the, uh, the audio copy of that so I can turn it into a drop? I'm calling both games? Yeah. That's Why? A That's a drop. That's a drop. We got to make that into a drop. When would we? When would that be applicable on this show? I will always figure out a way, Tony. Don't worry. Trust me. I love the passion in his voice. I'm calling both games. That was great because he, he he's, he's calling the play-by-play -play of Fitz Magic making the play that gave the lead to the Miami Dolphins 
in New England, by the way. By the way, Patriots fans, in your house, not in their house. How does it feel? How does it feel? I know you're going to say all the rings, just like the Cowboy. Oh, we got all the rings here. We got all the Those rings are now relics. The Cowboys have not won a Super Bowl in so long. They had to do archaeological digs at the NFL, at the Pro Football Hall of Fame to find those rings. Do you realize that? They were digging in Plano over the weekend, trying to find the lost Dallas Cowboy rings and Super Bowl trophies. Plano, That's how Texas. long it's been. It's like ancient oh. history. I will say, though. It's like ancient Chinese secret, except Luigi got some of it right, yesterday. Yeah. Calgon. <laughs> <laughs> I will say that... Um, that the city of Dallas itself does fantastic. No, I love the I Metroplex. I do. I love, I love Dallas. I, I love the Metroplex. I Robin live there. and I were I driving on icy roads in Dallas for the was Super Bowl. crazy. I could live there. I just couldn't celebrate the team. No, I could live in Dallas. This. I lived in L.A. I didn't become a Laker fan. I didn't become a Clipper fan. I didn't become a Rams fan. I sort of liked the Raiders, but I liked the Raiders long before I moved I'm out west. I'm getting texted right now saying, this, this show is fantastic, and that lady's good, too. Oh. <laughs> Talking about you, Rob. That lady. Who wrote that? Who said that? That lady. I hey, that lady. lady. And Santa Claus. Hey, <laughs> Santa hey, Claus. lady. Who is it? You, Santa Claus. I guess somebody put one of the Santa oh, Claus. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, the, the hats. Yeah. Well, the masks. They are masks. People love the masks on Tony Bruno. Well, I wish I'm I could. I'm a mask kind of guy. I, well, I do go to a lot of those Eyes Wide Shut yeah. parties. When have you ever gone to the masquerade ball over at the, uh, the Mushaloo? They have that now going No, on I go to Eyes Wide Shut parties uh, with uh, the Eagles, uh, with the owners of the Sixers. You know what's coming up? What big soiree is coming up, though? The Red Bull. Yes. We got to go. No. Yes. I don't know when it is. I, I, we have so much coming up. I got a wedding. I'm glad the Eagles play on Sunday because I got a wedding on, on Saturday. What wedding? Wedding. My cousin's daughter. Yeah. So it's my second cousin. Uh, no, cousin once removed? If your cousin has a daughter, mm-hmm. it's because my cousin's a grown woman with a daughter. I think it's cousin once removed. Isn't that a group? Isn't that a, uh, isn't that a fringe band that the Ruben yeah. Frank <laughs> and Mike Vicinelli went to go see? Cousin I think they were at the TLA, cousins once removed. Playing at they the opened truck. up for, uh, the truck. they played. My daughter is my second cousin. I, I got invited by a listener to a wedding. Really? Well, we did it. We Ha-ha. did a listen. Your cousin's child is your first cousin once removed, but the common name to call them is niece or nephew. No, they they're would not. Ca- yes. From a geneolo- genealogy standpoint. Wait a minute. We have a cousin- genealogical oh, update yes. here. You don't even have to pay 23 at me or Ancestry.com yeah. for this. Or swab any part of your body. Exactly. So your cousin's child is your first cousin once removed. Oh, yeah. Did you know that, Luigi? I did it's not know It's something you learn every day. And then Are there cards that say, uh, congratulations to my second cousin once removed? Play action real. I'm my own grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what's it called again, Robin? Okay, hold on a second. Your first cousin once removed is the child of your first cousin. Your second cousin once removed is the child. Oh, well, who's your second yeah. cousin? yeah. I think that's I'm the one you can so confused. With, right? I got it. Do they have a, a thing on the back of their of their like wedding gear that says First so cousin, and so three cousin. one two and three on there a junior or one two three you know like Golden Tate the third again all I want is age sex location on the back that's all I want so basically this song would apply to this particular wedding that we're going to once bitten twice shy baby exactly <laughs> I know this oh I can this I know. Wrong. Ah, I see. Your se- you know you know who your second cousin is. If your if your first cousin once removed 
Tony, are you listening? I'm Pay listening. attention. I'm paying. I'm locked Pay in. Pay attention now. So, if your cousin has a child, that's your first cousin once removed. But if they have a child, that's your second cousin. That's what I said. Tony. No. That you Pay attention. Tony, I just got a text message. Pay attention. Today's game is an absolute lock. Some <laughs> say there's no such thing as because they've never had one. Our company has been in business for over 25 years, and because of our information, we are absolutely positive it won't lose. Simply reply, winner, and how much you can move on this strong play, and I will get you on this information tonight. So, Tony, look at the screen. Look at the screen. Guarantee look at the screen. Yes. Okay? If. Oh, wait. There's a chart. Here yes, we go. Yes, I have a chart. So, your cousin. Has a child, right? Correct. So your cousin has a child. Right. That child is the first cousin once removed. Yes. But if that child has a child, that is your second cousin. And that's what I said it was, my second cousin. Uh, no, you didn't. You said that the child of your cousin was your second cousin. It was only... You're still not listening to me. It's Can the you, child of my cousin. But that is your first cousin once removed. If that person had a child... Then that child would be your second cousin. Pay attention. Do you understand the words coming out? He says Robin, he's paying this is easy. You broke it down I am paying soon. attention. No. My cousin is my my aunt Lucy's daughter. Yes. Right? Anne yes. Marie. Right. She had a child. So yes. Anne Marie is my first cousin. Yes. So her daughter is getting married. Yes. That means she's my second cousin. No, see, he was not paying attention. She's Louise. Pay so then, attention. Then you have to get the wedding card. Is, the, is there a wedding section that says first cousin twice oh, no. removed? No. The Italians give cash. I have the freaking <laughs> chart up there. I can't for see you. that damn chart. Where is this? A, a, okay, a doctor? Look, a, a look at optometrist me. Optometrist office? Good Lord. How many people? I hate those kind of charts. I only do those in murder mysteries when they right. put the, the string and it goes to the other one and then there's a string and a pin. The whole DNA <laughs> thing? Yeah. <laughs> Anne-Marie's child right. that we are going to the wedding for is your first cousin once removed, not your second cousin. But if once they are married to the wedding that we go to and they have children, those children will be your second cousin. Did you pay? Did you yeah, get that? Yeah, I don't care. Now? I'm not going to be around for that so one. So Bobby <laughs> Valley Ford, Bobby Valley Ford, so on the flip, well, where's it at? So on the flip, when the towel is once removed, are you related to the woman who wants to give you a handy? <laughs> It's true. It's true. Tony just wants to bang on his drum all day, Ramrock. That's absolutely true. This is a bad one. This is the one gift that I asked for at the Five Below store. Nice. So Robin and I are in Five Below last week because her daughter was in town. We went over there because, you know, you find some little toys. And the first place I go in, 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 in Five Below is the toy section. $5 drum set. Where are you going to get that? You can't beat that, Tony. Listen to this thing. <laughs> The sad thing is that I'd already gotten him some of those Play electric, Sandman for me. The electric uh, drumsticks. I got yeah. electric drumsticks. Where are they at? I wanted to get a banjo, too. They're upstairs. Because I could play all the electric instruments. Where are the electric drumsticks? All the They're air instruments. on the dining room table. But one needs a battery. One, somebody must have turned it and left it on in the Five Below. Who, who would have thought that somebody would go into a Five Below store? And play with them all day. Those and were play not with from them. Five Below. The drumsticks weren't from I told you. We went into this Five Below. I said, I want this, this, and this. And then, as I'm, and then Robin goes and checks out, make pretend that I can't see that she's just bought the things that I asked for and spent a whopping twenty dollars on me for Christmas. <laughs> so AJ in San Antonio, <laughs> down in BCC, the South, they married their cousins so they don't have to have these arguments. <laughs> that's that's true. That's true. Yes.
<laughs> Eliminates all chances. Well, wasn't there a song is, that was like, I'm my own grandpa or something like that? Do you remember this, Tony? What's that? Wasn't there a song that was, I'm my own grandpa? I don't know that song. It's it. I gave you Cliff Richard. I gave you a little wa- great white with once bitten, twice shy, baby. Fantastic song. So now, is there a breading card? That's the next question. That says, what's the official name? of that Ray guy? Stevens, I'm my own grandpa. Oh, I love Ray. Ray Stevens did The Streak, Get Tarzan. Remember him? No. Look it up, Tony. I'm My Own Grandpa by Ray Stevens. Ray Stevens did The Streak. He did uh, <laughs> he, you know, all these crazy, zany songs back in the 70s yeah. and 80s. Did you find it? No. What's it called? I'm My Own Grandpa by Ray Stevens. You don't know Ray Stevens, Luigi? No, I don't. I, re- I really don't, Tony. You never heard the song The Streak? No. I've done it. Well, who has done it? The lyrics, many, many years ago, when I was 23, I was I'm my own grandpa. I'm my own grandpa. That's the actual, because you know how Spotify yes, works. I'm my own grandpa. Pa. 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 Pa, pa, not pop. Let's grandpa. Pa, pa, and, and, of course, right no now. results found for I'm my own grandpa. Okay, let me, I'll, I'll bring it up on YouTube. You are your own worst enemy, though. Sons of bitches. Spotify sucks, and I pay for it so I can say it. You used to pay for that? Yeah, I pay for this crap. It's an outrage. So I go with okay, um, here we go. iTunes, brother. Hold on, hold on, hold on, la, 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 Apple la, Apple Music, la. baby. Okay, here we go. Are we ready? Are anything? we ready for my own? Yeah, let's hear. Okay. Is it playing? Why is it not playing? Yeah, Ray Stevens has done so many songs you've heard but don't know who it is. Come on. Many, many years ago, when I was 23, I was married to a widow who was pretty as can be. This widow had a grown-up daughter who had hair of red. My father fell in love with her, and soon they too were wed. This made my dad my son-in-law, and really changed my life. This is horrible. Now my daughter was my mother, because she was my father's wife. Complicate the matter. Though it brought me joy, I soon became the father of a bouncing baby boy. My little baby then became a brother-in-law to dad, and so became my uncle. Are you paying attention? So it made yeah. very, very deep. Sad. You have to follow this. It's very deep. If he were my uncle, then that also made him brother of the widow's grown-up daughter, who was, of course, my stepmother. Father's wife then had a son who kept them on the run, and he became my grandchild, for he was my daughter's son. We have to get to the actual point of this whole thing. My wife is now my mother's mother, and it makes me blue, because although she is my wife, she's my grandmother, too. Now, if my wife is my grandmother, then I'm her grandchild. Yeah. And every time I think of it, it nearly drives me wild. Because now I have become the strangest case you ever saw. As husband of my grandmother, I am my own grandpa.
reminds me of that old country classic. Uh, she broke my heart, so I broke her jaw. So a son marries a woman, his dad marries his daughter. That's how it works if you're following the genealogy there. Big and south, down in Alabama, where I bruh, raised my first son. You know what I'm saying? See? You, know what's, you know what's weird about Ray Stevens? You know, he did a His lot song? of these zany <laughs> songs. No, he's done a lot of crazy songs. But he had one monster hit that had not, was, it wasn't crazy. Because most of his songs were zany, things like that. You know, the streak. Mm-hmm. You go look at it, all of his hits. But this is the one song that was a monster hit. Remember this song? This was his biggest song. And it was played everywhere on every radio station. Listen to this. Now listen close. You need to turn your end up. My dingling? No. That was Chuck Berry. This is Everything is Beautiful. Oh. Everything is beautiful. God, they use this on commercials. In its own way. This is not a joke song. This, no, is, this is a great song. Yeah, I'm waiting for the joke. Yeah, there's no, no joke. joke. No, this was just a regular hit. I've never heard this song before in my life. God, Luigi, you're even under a rock. I've been stuck in the Wu-Tang Clan for the past, I've been in the Thursday Chambers for 20 years. God's heaven, the world's gonna find a way. Yeah, he had a good voice. Oh, no, he was a mu- I don't know if he'd be he's still alive. No so blind as he who will not see. We must Great not close our minds. We must let our thoughts be. Still alive? I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, he is. He is 80 years old. He was born January 24th, 1939. Um, he was born Harold Ray Ragsdale. Not Ray Rags, my buddy from South Philly here. And, uh, Ray Rags. We had a guy named was, Ray Rags. He worked at the junkyard. He won Ray the Rags. Grammy. He won the Grammy for Everything Is Beautiful and Misty. Oh, yeah. He did Misty as well. And he did Guitar Zan, which was another spoof song, The Streak. As I mentioned, those some of he did a lot of zany songs. He's a, he's included in the Country Music Hall of Fame. No, he's a legend, no yeah. doubt about it. Born in Clarksdale, Georgia. Beautiful man. Yep. This Get was a number one hit. Oh, yeah. This was a this was a number one hit on yeah. AM Top 40 Radio back in. Good song, man. Is he still performing? Uh, Stevie uh, I B don't checking think so. in, Tony, who we met yesterday. Yes, he says Stevie Luigi, D. you need to do a couple gigs with DJ Stevie B. I'll do a couple gigs with him. Not I'm DJ, not man. DJ Tommy D. Funkin' Fantasy has been shut down for the immediate. Is it over? It's over. It's Fantasy's over. Fantasy football's over. Oh, but, so. but I thought you were gonna do like other types of fantasy stuff. No, I'm not gonna do. No, if How I about if, the fantasy show bar, you're gonna go do, there and do a show. If I do fantasy NBA, Tony will kill me. That's true. I'll and kill you if you do regular NBA. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, did you get the, the, the Facebook thing I shared with you? Which one? I don't with go you on Tony, Facebook. It was Elf made into a thriller. Oh, no, I haven't seen that yet. I saw it, but I didn't it's know. The, I didn't it's know, the movie Elf turned into a I'll thriller with the music. Robin, play, if you can play it. I, just, I shared it with you and Tony on Facebook yesterday, but you, you, you should be able to play it. You it's the movie F turned into, Elf turned into a thriller. It's hilarious. Actually, Elf was the only mu- movie I watched this Christmas holiday season because right. it's a classic. Stevie B, you got to hit me up, man. I'll definitely DJ with you. Ladies and gentlemen, time for you. Robin, can you turn my machine on? Please? It is. This one here? Yeah. Why is it not playing? I don't know. I didn't touch it. Hello. Oh, here it is. <laughs> 
I hear you. See, the, the applause is still playing, so when I played that, it's still playing because I didn't stop the other one. You know what I'm saying? No, I don't. Let's go back to John Tesh in progress. Thank you. Appreciate that. John from Abbott says, do we, do we do fantasy baseball? I don't. I don't. Greatest theme song ever in the history of sports. Oh, yeah. Find it, Robin. All right, you got to play. This is fantastic. You know what? I'm going to blare this out my car driving out here. Okay, Tony, are you ready Hold for the, the elf? Tony. Wait a minute, wait. I'm in a drum solo. He's deep into a drum solo right now. I'm sorry, folks. I really apologize for having gotten him this table drum set. But if we're all lucky, it'll break soon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it only costs $5. M. Lewis 5150 says, Monday Night Football theme blows this away. I no, no way. No way. Uh, Barco24 says, the Hockey Night in Canada original theme. I have no, I've never heard that, though. No, that one's good. That one's good. But I don't know. I just, there is something about this song, I have to say. Tony's fucking jamming right now. All right. They just threw the drums. <laughs> just there you go, ladies and All right, all right. You should have just tossed him into the air. <laughs> Tony, can you, turn, can you turn it off so that? All right, it's off. Okay. Thank I don't want to play the entire. You have home. to pay for to see me live at Red Rocks. Do that. This coming summer in 2020. All right. Coming this summer, <laughs> the re-release of Elf as a thriller rather than a the Christmas. The Christmas classic. Are it's we ready? Fantastic. Let's go to the tape. Turn the volume up. I know. I'm going. Yeah. World. Mr. Hall? Go ahead. Yeah, I think someone sent you a Christmas gram. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm here to see a Walter Hobbs. Dad! I walked all day and night to find you. You look like you came from the North Pole. That's <laughs> exactly where I came from. It's a little complicated, but it's nothing Honey. that we can't handle. Honey. What? He thinks he's an elf. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> I was adopted. But you didn't know I was born. <laughs> what? I love you. I love you. I love you. You get the hell out of here. Some kind of game. What do you want? Some money? No. I just wanted to meet you. I thought you might want to meet me. You saw that guy out there. He, he's certifiably insane. Looks like a Christmas tree. He's probably just reverting to a state of childlike dependency. What, what are we gonna do? We can't, we can't leave him alone. What he needs is to be nurtured. They were just having a little fun. Fun? So felonies are fun. Now. Introduce him to Emily and Michael. Go away! Once he comes to terms with reality, he should drop the whole health thing and move on with his life. 
Rob. All right, uh, let's get it over with. I'm Buddy the Elf. <laughs> that is awesome. That is fantastic. That's really good. Really now, I'll go see that. That is really great. There's not one movie out that interests me. I mean, this just goes to show you that editing oh, yeah. is 90% of a movie. Oh, yeah. No doubt about it. Like, if you have a – we just saw a movie that was so badly edited that we're like, this could have been a great movie. Was it back in the day? No. You know what it was? <laughs> what was it? It was R the Ryan Reynolds' new Netflix movie out. That, uh, six oh, below. But it's actually good, though. I it's like a, it. Uh, no. The thing is, is that it has a great premise. It has great action. But the editing sucked. There was so many. Because it's Michael Bay. It was so much. Um, Bay? Conten there was continuity issues. It was not. There was for, like for, a lot of a, different for things. For a Netflix movie, because Michael Bay makes all the big explosion movies. You know that. Yeah. Yep. He did all the uh, Transformer things. I mean, he does everything he does. And he blow up cars and shit. Robin and I watching it the other night because I love Ryan Reynolds. But you know what's happening? And as much as I love him, he's basically Deadpool in this movie mm -hmm. without the uniform. Without the uniform. Yeah. Without the suit on. And he's rich. And yeah, and he's not quite as. Quite as dead. He's like half Deadpool. Yeah, but yeah. I'm saying when you watch him and you listen to him now, in the, especially in this role, because he's, you know, he's a guy who's supposed to be dead. He's a ghost, and he comes back, and he goes out and gets the bad guys, and he has a group of people who are all ghosts, which means that they're not alive anymore. Nobody knows anything about them, and so they take it upon themselves to go out and get rid of bad guys, which is a good premise. There's a lot of cars blowing up and Alfa Romeos and all the typical Michael Bay. I, it wasn't bad, but there's a reason why it wasn't released in, in regular theaters. Because a movie that big, that's a big budget movie. Yep. Well, that I know was, Netflix, Netflix spends paid money. for it. So that's why it was released on Netflix. They did that on purpose. It wasn't that that was the only choice that they had. Yeah, that was they a huge budget. They made it for Netflix. We saw the worst movie made in 2018. Yeah. You know, I'm up late at night. The sports is over. Oh, God. What did you watch? I didn't even know this was considered the worst movie of 2018. Mortal Engines was on HBO or Mortal one of those Engines. stars. Yeah, no, nobody's heard of it. There's a reason why. Is that porn? No, it's like it's it was a weird, based upon a weird. book, and it just—it's like the stupidest premise ever. It's like this post-apocalyptic uh, world, supposedly where uh, there was like Mortal Engines. Yeah, it, where cities have become. Uh, th they're machines. on wheels. They're on machines. So, like, London is this huge machine and with London's people living And London's rolling in around Europe looking to take over smaller countries. How's yeah. London Bridge doing, though? Is it falling down? or They still have bad dental care even on this island where right. they're all alone because they don't the have city. anything. You hate the it, was so it was so stupid. It was, like, it looked pretty, though. Like, so it was late at night. There really wasn't anything else at on. Neither one of us are, were tired. And so we turned it on, and we kind of, because it looked pretty, we kept watching it. And we kept saying, this is really stupid, right? And Tony would say, yeah, this is really stupid. And then we would keep watching it. <laughs> yeah, once, you, you know, once you're into a movie, it's you're like, that's why movie. I won't watch three-hour movie. That's why I won't watch The Stupid the Irishman. Irishman. It's not stupid. I won't watch it. It's a good movie, Tony. I don't care if The Godfather's AJ on. AJ in San Antonio! Yay! He's been there. Back. He's there. He's been there. Oh, I didn't I see I didn't it. see him. I got the drums blocking my view now. I got to get these things tied down solidly so that when I go on a nice, wrong, you know, drum Ooh. solo... He magnet. says that he did listen to the pregame show yesterday, and uh, he he's just been out of town. But I'm glad to, to hear he's okay. And and um, yeah, I mean, I don't want him to hate me because the Cowboys lost. It's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my fault the Cowboys won. Although the Carson Wentz nudity, I'm taking total credit for that. Yeah, you got to take credit yeah. for that. I think I showed a young man, very religious, man who probably doesn't show his body much in public, that there's nothing wrong with doing that. Your your naked body is beautiful. 
It's a strong There's magnet. Yes. That's what that's the. That's what yes, the. You know, I, I, this is what the this is what the the maker gave me. Why are people ashamed of their bodies? Why are people afraid to be naked? We should do a whole show naked. Naked and unafraid. That should be the new show. Naked and unafraid. We cannot do a Twitch show naked. Why? They they frown upon that on Twitch. And they sh- really shouldn't. Because You're going against everything that Jesus Christ created. All I got to exactly. say, no nudity if on Twitch. If we just had, if everybody didn't worry about what shoes to wear, what shirts and jeans, Wait, so you it would be a much better world. all over the place, and that's perfectly fine. But I take my shirt off as a beautiful. problem. What if I'm wearing In my swimming trunks? Way. You're fine with that. Um, I think I, well, you know what, Twitch, Twitch probably... They're saying, like, you can't do anything sexual, nudity, all that, um, and, and anything that's sexy. And if all th- any of us were wearing swimsuits, I don't think they would call it sexy, so it would be okay. I what don't you know. Have you about? seen me in oh, my you. banana maybe hammock? Maybe you. You would be. But Tony and I are probably not so much. So Antonio Brown is back at it this morning. Even, baby. even though he was in New Orleans and had a you know, tryout on Friday. Remember that story? Mm-hmm. And they can't sign him, obviously, because he hasn't been cleared. So he tweets this morning an hour ago, 51 minutes ago. Boo Boo Schuster was ready under 500. You bum, learn some respect. So I guess he's taking, he's, he's ripping the Steelers now. Let me, let me let me translate. Can you translate what that means? Yeah. Antonio Brown, obviously talking about Juju Schuster. Boo Boo Schuster was, uh, was, ready, was ready instead of already under 500. You bum, learn some respect. So what he's saying is, is Jimmy Juju Schuster was already under 500 yards receiving. Correct. For the season. I speak jive. Please I understand. understand what I'm trying to say to you. <laughs> In other words, you understand the words right. that are coming out of my mouth. I am the official AB translator, <laughs> Ebonic to English. And so a guy writes to him, Juju had 42 receptions for 552 yards, which, unless I'm mistaken, is more than 500 yards. Apparently, the math classes at Central Michigan aren't going so well for big chest. So it's a a verified guy who's an evening host in Pittsburgh, Paul Zeiss, on 93.7 The Fan. Whenever I'm in Pittsburgh, I always tune in to 93.7 The Fan with Paul Zeiss. And Paul, um, he does nightly sports call on CW15. The CW. When you're on the CW. Not the BBW. No. And not the UPN. <laughs> not the UPN. That's, that's oh, gone, right? Oh, yeah. UPN? UPN's gone. It's the CW Thank still you, around. Thank you, Rebel Man 9311. Uh, can we do a little quick little homework since sure. we haven't done it? Homework. In, yes, homework in, in quite some time. I want to thank everybody um, for sticking with us while we had this uh, hiatus. And that if you've tuned tr- mm. back in, you're resubscribing and... Um, uh, sending bits and all that on twitch.tv. If you are listening on any other platform, whether it's Periscope, uh, Instagram, YouTube, Facebook Live, all of those, the only way to truly support the show where you can be active and you're, you're hearing all of us read off the comments, those are only on twitch.tv forward slash Tony Bruno Show. Um, and you can have access to everything for free. You can follow. You can watch the show for free. If you want to subscribe, you can even do that for free. Mm-hmm. If you have a Prime, an Amazon Prime membership, you can combine your Amazon Prime and your Twitch account to get a Twitch Prime membership, which allows you to subscribe 
to one show per month for eternity for free. So you just have to resubscribe every single month and designate which show you want to subscribe to, which, of course, is going to be the Tony Bruno Show. So um, that, that, and we want to thank all of the people who are constantly loyal and uh, talk to us every single day. And um, if you are a subscriber, you can also watch all the archived shows. And that's the only thing. That you, there, there's a couple other benefits if you're a subscriber. Um, but the biggest benefit, you can see the archive show. You, you can mock us. You can put yeah, you can put masks, masks on. on you can uh, highlight. Now, now we just found out Twitch just added this as a benefit. If you are a subscriber, you can um, highlight your text so that uh, it's easier for, for us to see. Because let's, we got to tell you, like you guys are so fantastic that we are constantly getting all these texts that are just streaming by. So sometimes it's hard to see. But unlike Twitter, though, I'll give I'll give Twitch credit for this. On the Twitch stream, you can see because they you know there's a full page, and so missing anybody's uh, text to the show on the Twitch is pretty hard to do because we're all you know we have three pairs of eyes on it here. That would be two, six pairs of eyes here, or six eyes, not six pairs. It would be three pair of eyes for the same price as one. Exactly. Now, and so we don't really miss any of the great comments, but some of them are in different colors, and I guess you're highlighted and you get to see it more. And we thank you for the bits. As I've been saying all along, you keep throwing away money to politicians who are not even going to have a chance to become president. Scratch-offs. Scratch-offs. $5 a month, you could support this show and feel better about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Make sure I get fed, things like that. Luigi, so he doesn't have to keep getting up and going to the bathroom and getting nuts because he can't sit through a two-hour show. Oh, somebody oh, just made throwing, it rain. Yeah, making it rain. Was that cash? I think yeah. that was. I think AJ, that was AJ San Antonio just made it rain. Oh, straight cash, homie. Straight cash. Uh, That's that, awesome. That might be my favorite one so far. Make oh, it rain. Oh, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Luigi almost made it rain in the massage parlor. Yes, I did. <laughs> yes, I did. actually almost made an arraignment is what happened. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Do you imagine that if I get busted? Breaking news on 6 o'clock. Bruno producer Luigi Curto has been busted at a local massage joint on for South getting his joint massaged. He got his joint massaged. That's right. In the, he'll be in the joint right now. All right. If I didn't pay for it, though, does that make a difference? Uh, can you get can you gift somebody a free uh, yeah, exactly. handy? Could you imagine that? <laughs> well, <laughs> no, because the only way it's prostitution is if you're trading cash. money. Cash That's cash a quid pro right? quo. You should be impeached for that, Luigi. Mm -hmm. I think you should be impeached. <laughs> quid pro quo. I don't think I think that if you're if you're not paying for it, then you're dating somebody. Right. So you <laughs> trust me, you always pay for it. I would like to release fifteen uh, one, a minute and a half to the gentleman from North Carolina. Please thank you. <laughs> Uh, so the gentleman from North Carolina says thank you. Our top story today. So, uh, yeah, and we were actually only only going to go two hours. So technically, we're a little we're bit in over. overtime. We're in yeah, overtime. We're in overtime because I got to leave soon. So here's the deal: where you got to go? I got to go back home. I got to walk Penny. I got a couple things I got to do. That's ridiculous. I See, know. if you had had Penny here, you I, no, I know, I know. If I had Penny here, I hope she would go in your damn trash can. She wouldn't do that. No, she can't because our trash cans are behind a door. So oh, well, let's let me repeat what's going on on this uh, Black Monday. Yes. Not to be confused with Black Friday. Or uh, Black Bonani, which I love, and who doesn't? Come on. You like know what I'm saying? Sweet of the juice, my friend. Exactly right. Come on now. What are you doing? I know, I'm trying to get to. So we now know that one thing that looks like an apparent lock. Well, Jason Garrett has been fired in Dallas. And apparently Is, is it now official, official? Because the it fact was like that he's gone, yeah. The other official. thing. No, it's official. Jason Garrett. He gone. Like, he's gone. And. Nobody's celebrating, but the fact that Jerry Jones, and I gave him credit again, did the right thing. He didn't come out of the locker room and said, that's it, get out of here to everybody. He waited till the next morning. 
Cleveland Nile obviously was the first to go. And uh, the other coaches, we don't know whether they're gone or not. But when you fire a head coach, normally coaching staffs get changed. Guys go out and get new defensive coordinator, offensive coordinators, whatever. But the question is, I'm going right now and I'm using ESPN because Adam Schefter is the best in the business, and that's who I will rely on. So the Washington Redskins, Carolina Panthers coach Ron Rivera, apparently that's going to happen. It looks like it's going to happen. Freddie Kitchens is gone. Cleveland got rid of him the second the game ended, told him to clean out his office. And the Giants' Pat Shermer was fired this morning by the New York Giants. Their general manager, Dave Gettleman, maintains his job. But it's obvious it looks like Ron Rivera is going to be the number one candidate. He hasn't been hired yet, but certainly he's the guy atop the leaderboard to take over that job in D.C. Now, as far as the Cowboys and Carolina, you know, Carolina already interviewed Mike McCarthy. Wow, Tony, th- this just came out, too, from Tampa. Do you see what Bruce Arians said? What did he say? Bruce Arians. Oh, he doesn't want to talk about the, uh, the situation. No, he said Bruce Arians was asked if he can win with another quarterback. Quote, with another quarterback? Oh, yeah. If we can win with this one, we can definitely win with another one. Yeah, I mean, but, last, quote. but last night he was asked about, you know, and, and I, we were joking yesterday on the pregame show about the 30 for 30, he 30 touchdowns. Said. Yeah, but last night he was asked after the game, is Jameis Winston, are you going to want to bring him back? Because his deal is up. And so he said, we're not even going to discuss that right now. So last night he refused to discuss it post-game when the Arizona Cardinals lost in their finale. Uh, I mean, not the Arizona, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, his former team, was the Arizona Cardinals, and he lost in Tampa Bay. And on an, on an, over, on an, on an interception, his 30th interception of the year in overtimes, the Atlanta Falcons, 30 touchdowns, 30 interceptions. When does he get his 30 for 30? That's what I want to know. He just got it. He's also, he's also asked this. He goes, uh, he was asked about Jameis Winston's vision issues. His response was simply, he's nearsighted. He can't see the scoreboard, but he can see the guys in front of him. That is what was just said about Jameis Winston. He's nearsighted? Yep. Which then how did he throw 30 touchdown passes? That's how he threw in 30 interceptions, though. Yeah, but he still threw 30 touchdown passes. He can passes. see the guys in front of him, but he can't see, he can't, he can't see the scoreboard. So I'm giving you the uh, situation. So that's a situation with personnel, and obviously in Tampa, they have a big decision to make. He's I going mean, when full he comes, savage mode. When he, yeah, but when the quarterback comes out and says, I want $30 million a year and throws 30 interceptions and 30 touchdowns, and, I, you know, there's a lot of mixed emotions in Tampa about Jameis. Jameis is a talented guy. Question is, can you have a quarterback go deep into the playoffs throwing 30 interceptions? Well, this right here goes to show you he's half blind, Tony. Well, the officials are half blind too, and then we still play football. <laughs> but they're old. Anyway, the Carolina Panthers, I mentioned, they're talking to Mike McCarthy, and they also, and who obviously has ties to uh, ESPN 30 for 30, Jameis Winston. I fucking suck. Oh, <laughs> there, fuck. You, there you go. Matt Rule's going to come in. So Matt Rule already has a couple of interviews. We know he's going to be interviewed by the Carolina Panthers. We That's know right. the Giants are definitely already. If they're not on the phone already, they will be on the phone with him. I said this. How about Dabo? Dabo Sweeney? You think Dabo Sweeney gets a bit of a look? No, he's got a championship to play for against LSU. And how about that Clemson game? I didn't watch much college football because I saw the score early. And that this is why college football will always be inferior to the national football. Pourquoi? And again, you can watch whatever game you want. I'm not telling you. When you pick four teams mm-hmm. in this championship playoff system, and the, then the two teams that play the first game, 
one against four, uh-huh. and the number one team puts Wins. up 63 points. Yeah. And again, I don't hate Oklahoma. I'm not a Clemson fan. I'm not an LSU fan. They scored 35 in garbage time. Exactly. My point is, you're not going to see that in the NFL playoffs. Mm-mm. You didn't even see it a lot yesterday with teams with really nothing to play for. The only game that was way out of hand was that New Orleans Saints game. That was it. And that's because Carolina Panther are just completely just done. Yeah, they're, they're shot. Done. They're done. And again, that be, and, and then, you know, and, and Drew Brees is putting up all kinds of – what's he going to do, stop throwing the ball? No, they're – No, I'm glad they got him out of there because I wanted him out of there earlier because, you know, you got to – you're getting ready for the playoffs here the Saints. You can't risk hurting guys because you're running up the score no, it's too bad on a Teddy, horseshit Carolina team. Too bad Teddy Bridgewater didn't get that, in, didn't get that touchdown. Today. I know, that's bullshit, man. Half a mil? Exactly. Half a mil? So now in, in Cleveland, of course, you know who they want to talk to. They've already asked permission. Guess who they want to talk to? Who? In Cleveland. Who? Josh McDaniels. And you know who else they want to talk to? Who? Ravens offensive coordinator Greg Roman. A guy who's done mere – the guy is absolute. I don't know about a head coach, but as a guy who can run offenses and get the best out of players. Oh, no doubt about it. Everywhere he's gone. I'll tell you one thing right now. I don't think Josh McDaniels – I think Josh McDaniels is going to be the heir apparent in, in New England. I agree. I, I think he's going to be the heir apparent. And I also think that I have this feeling that I have this feeling that once – tonight's going to be a good night? Yeah, well, yeah. We okay. always have, we always have well, that feeling uh, tonight. But I have this feeling that once, once Brady says goodbye, I think Belichick will too. Guess who else wants to talk to Josh McDaniels? Who? The New York football Giants. According to Chris Mortensen, well, the Giants are really focused in on my guy, Matt Rule. Mort says Matt Rule is the guy the Giants are focused in on. But they're also requesting, and, you know, you get requests to interview other coordinators, and you can do that. So Josh McDaniels, Ed, Eric Bieniemy, who is the Chiefs offensive coordinator. Eric sleeping with the enemy, Bieniemy. The great Chris Bourbon gave yep. him that nickname. Eric sleeping with the enemy. enemy. Sleeping with the enemy, B enemy. Remember where he played college football, Eric B enemy? Uh, Eric B enemy was at. Uh, Come on, man. Florida State. Oh no, man. No, who? What? Where was he at? Come on. Where was he at? Where was he at? I don't remember, but it was. Well, see, come State. on, man. <laughs> I think it was out in San Diego State. I knew State that was coming. No, it was one of those coming. schools. It was like San Diego State. You can what always are you doing tell here, Robin? Until he doesn't know, Robin. You can always tell when he's like, come on, man. Come on, where was he? I don't remember. <laughs> in Colorado. Colorado. Colorado, that's where he played. Where the great Michael Boulder. Westbrook was there, too. And at Rashawn Salam. Up in Boulder, Colorado. And Cordell Stewart. Second round draft pick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're getting a lot of, I get a lot of love here from, uh, from Twitter saying, nice show today, everybody. Well, thank you. It's fun. It's good to be back. I feel good. I Robin obviously has been through a cu- tough month, and yep. I've been through a tough couple of months. But, hey, we're alive. We're happy. We're healthy. Ish. We got drums. We got Christmas stuff. It's the holiday season. We got it's a New 14 Year's. pound prime rib in the fridge. Exactly. Life is good, guys. Life, Life is, good. is good. Life is good. Dean's going to have to send me a case of wine soon. I know. It doesn't get any better than that. No, does it does it? not. Especially Eagles from my playoff bound, baby. Beautiful. No one's called for Mike Grove, but Mike Grove, you know, all the hate. The guy, the coaching staff did their job, the Eagles coaching staff. Did they not? I'll tell you one guy who's really stepped up his game, Mr. Deuce Staley, oh, the running backs coach. Awesome. Robin, take In it. the meantime, don't drink and drive. Don't text and drive, but make sure you get to the state store before it closes on New Year's <laughs> Eve. Her up. We'll see you tomorrow right here on our New Year's Eve special, baby. Bye, everybody.
Thank you for listening to the Tony Bruno Show on Bruno Nation Live. Don't forget to subscribe on the Twitch mobile app so you don't miss any of Bruno Nation's hilarity and hijinks because it is definitely must-watch radio. Of course, you can catch the archived audio on your favorite podcast app like Spreaker or iTunes. Plus, if you subscribe via Twitch, you can watch any of our archived videos. We hope to see you back here every Monday through Friday. See you soon.